Welcome to the Afternoon Tune. Uh, I am your host, Chase, uh, and I also forgot to inform you guys that we were starting. But uh, yeah, we're streaming on Twitch now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so with me, I have my co-host. It's your boy, Nick, and it's his dog, Bubbles. (laughs) Nick Toretto, the uh, third son (laughs) of the uh, Toretto family. Uh, and then <laughs> with us is our special guest, Hunter. Introduce yourself. Oh, hello, everyone. Uh, hello, internet. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can tell, we're all hello, literally Trey. just cosplaying as Dominic Toretto at this point. We all got our tank tops on. Yeah, the, <laughs> the strange thing we did not plan this. I just <laughs> felt, <laughs> plan. I, you know, honestly, when I was going to the theater. And I was deciding on what to wear. I was just like, it's hot. I'm watching Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'm wearing a tank top. It just is what it is. It just it just works. It just it's natural. There are no coincidences. Yeah, it's summertime here. It's summertime here in Japan, and that humidity is a motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, so we're, we if you couldn't tell, we watched um, Fast and Furious, the well a good chunk of the series, and then also uh, nine um i I although i think i did did not see nine (laughs) yeah hunter did not see nine so we're gonna like tiptoe around the actual story which is very easy to do (laughs) which is surprisingly very easy to do i mean come on what story could they possibly fucking do that we could spoil i mean unless they actually did meet the transformers i don't think that's gonna happen I mean, like, it's in terms of just, like, certain, like, maybe solutions that they find, I think it's mm. better to experience that without even knowing what you're watching. Because, like, okay. you know, there there's some crazy stuff in here, like, that's not in the trailer. Um, <laughs> so maybe we won't spoil that, that stuff. Um, yeah, don't I, leave it as cold as possible. I'm seeing it tomorrow at 4 p.m. I'm... Uh, horribly excited to talk about it but yeah haven't had a chance to see it yet oh it's nuts um but to yeah, think bubbles that i was bubbles didn't see it we got to cut yeah, the show bubbles we have didn't to see it. we might have to we might have to delay the show maybe for tomorrow then <laughs> but you know to think that this sh- this movie series started off with dvd players and and street racing fucking years ago yeah from the week 20 goddamn years ago (laughs) fucking paul walker and vin diesel fucking just drove onto our screens and into (laughs) our hearts you know what's crazy (laughs) you know what's really crazy to me with a a fucking new metal soundtrack and limp biscuits rolling i looked up the soundtrack that is actually on there you and know what? Speaking yeah. of stuff that hasn't, speaking of stuff that hasn't aged the best, mm. the new metal soundtrack hasn't aged great. You got a point, but and also some <laughs> and also of the uh... listed on any soundtrack is unforgivable. <laughs> well, but well, it was well, the well, early two thousands. Like... It was the early two thousands. 
you captured the only the time era. it was okay for the only <laughs> time it was okay for Lip Biscuit to be on a soundtrack was mm. two years ago with the fanatic because that was Fred Durst. <laughs> oh crap! Oh, oh okay. So first off, the fanatic is fucking terrible. Number one. Number two. <laughs> It is Ch- terrible, Ch- but it's fucking hilarious. Chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavor water still slaps. Thank you very much. That Roland <laughs> remix is wonderful. Okay. However, <laughs> yes, Limp Biscuit now is really the after that blue after that behind blue eyes cover, it was a fucking rap. Like they should have just stopped. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's always been bad. I mean, but... it, it wasn't as it wasn't as bad as uh uh, what what was that band? Stained. Oh, Stained. Yeah, they did a cover of like a puddle of mud. That was the band. They did a cover oh, of Madden yeah. Girl. and I'm pretty sure we watched his vocal cords explode. Damn. So, were you saying? Are you saying things are blurry? Is that what you're? <laughs> yes, everything's so blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very blurry. But yes, amazing that a a franchise whose first film was essentially just a ripoff of Point Break with cars, and yep. I re- I double featured Point Break with the first Fast and Furious. They mm. are the exact same goddamn movie. Yes, even down to them stopping at this like iconic like shrimp place that's in <laughs> L.A. on the cliffs. They stop yeah. at the exact same place. It's it's insane, but what makes that film as good as it is is one that I was shocked to find out Vin Diesel actually had charisma at one point in his career. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> dude, early Dom is like the goat. <laughs> He's got like all early the women Dom around him. Was- He's like actually like you could see that there was an actual charm to this guy because he's like cracking jokes and yeah you and could not that's quipping with you can emotion because <laughs> he does still quip you can see in, in why the... Brian he does later on and as the series goes on but he's more like stoic badass yeah which is not the same character that he was in the first film yeah no. he has an actual range to him um and you know, actual character. <laughs> and you can see why why Brian O'Connor, aka the worst undercover cop ever, yeah. would be would like uh, fall in love with this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there have been worse. I'm sure there have been worse under. Didn't Jim Belushi play a cop at some point? <laughs> like K Nine, isn't he undercover? So I mean, by default, he's worse. So. <laughs> I mean, you got a point there. Just saying. <laughs> but, uh... And, yeah. again, it's amazing that they went from stealing not just DVD players, but DVD-VCR combos. Which, okay, so quick on that. That was the first TV I ever had in my room when I was 15. Hooked that up to my old they, Nintendo 64. Yeah, that was that was my... Yeah, I dude, saw those, like... First TV. I saw that. I just started oh, laughing. That, that back. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that brings back memories." Right. It's so good. And like the stunts in this movie weren't even like out there yet. Like, yeah, there's some mm. stuff here and there that could like be debatably fantasy, like them pulling up with grappling hooks for some reason, <laughs> instead of you know just I mean, like. 
I mean, I would say that, but you know, in if that scene happened in a later movie, they would have gotten mm. out out of scratch. But nah, the final chase at the end is so tense, and yeah. dude gets fucked up in that movie. Yes, his arm is mangled. They had to re-edit it. They had to re-edit that scene to avoid it being a rated R film, just because of how mangled Vince's arm yep. is at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, shout out to- speaking of Vince. Speaking of Vince and uh, yeah. stuff that hasn't aged well, yeah. he Fuck uses Vince. the uh, the other F word uh, multiple times directed Mo- at Paul Walker. Yeah. Which, by the way, not... Yeah. So, okay. So, that's not a word you should be using anyway, but it would be different if Paul Walker was, like, sucking a dude off in the kitchen and he was like, hey! Like, that would be, like, you could at least go, well, alright, you were sucking dick in, like, a common area of the house, but he's me with the dishes, <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, oh, why I get, like, why I, do, why I don't, why don't I get you a dress? And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? He's being helpful. Why are you? I mean, dude, that, I mean, that Vince was... is such an asshole, but he's yeah. also never wrong. <laughs> that would he's a cop. Not, not, not in the first movie. In the first movie, he is not. Yes, because because mm. yeah, you're right. He keeps going. He's a cop. He's a fucking cop, and. Dom is like, well, no, he's not. I trust him. Fuck you. And but come on, to be look how pretty that motherfucker is. He can't be a right. Cop. I know they don't make cops that pretty. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't look like he eats donuts. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, but right. But but what I appreciate <laughs> what I appreciate though about uh, about uh, Brian is that for you know him being cop and everything. He does save Dom's ass when everyone yeah. else just pieces out and goes, yeah. oh, we're saving our own asses. Mm. It's like, well, that's a really fucked up move to leave your family behind like that. But And that, and that was probably the smartest hey, thing he could have done in that this, film. Hey, just by the first three movies, they hadn't figured out that that was going to be the selling point of this franchise. <laughs> True. And the, the also, theme. I wonder how much of that how much of that was intentional? Mm. How much did okay? Brian lost the race, so all right, I got an idea. I'm gonna fucking like call the cops on all of you, all mm. like a sore loser he is, and then like finesse it so yeah, I'm the guy that ends up saving Dom from getting locked up. But I think that's just like a. I mean, for him at least, that was just a smart way to play the game. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. like in Among Us, how you, how, how the imposter would do it, he'd like marinate uh, people. That's kind of just what he was doing. He was marinating Dom the whole time, getting on the sweet side, you know, trying to get with his, with Mia, try to figure out what was going on. Like, that was probably the most logical Brian has been in these movies. <laughs> yeah, and so- definitely the smartest Brian has ever been in these movies. Yeah, yeah, by far. <laughs> Realistically, so- humanly smart. So I went through and I have rewatched every single Fast and Furious film over the Mm. last two weeks. Um, Mm. And I will say the biggest surprise to me about rewatching them is how much I really enjoy all of them outside of Tokyo Drift. That's like the one I'm just like, I don't like this at all. And it's Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Bow Wow to Tokyo Drift is what Malin Ackerman is to Watchmen. I'm just like, God damn you. Oh, God. And I can't. And really? I can't. Bow Wow is what you would say. I would say it's Lucas Black. So, you know what? Lucas, 
I'm just used to kind of, you know, like I think I've seen enough Liam Hemsworth that I'm just like, okay, there's just always this white dude in one of these movies. I just kind of have to accept it. But <laughs> Bow Wow just blows. Like, he's so bad in it. And the fact that he's back because they already showed him in the Fast 9 trailer, I'm just like, mm-hmm. God damn it. Why? Like, why well, bring him back? Okay. Not To to be oh, fair, so your doubts. he's not a major he role. A like, lot. they're... Yeah, the the Tokyo Drift crew, they they help mm-hmm. in the the smallest way possible. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, oh, okay. And they have like very little lines. They're like basically just like a goofy trio now. Like. <laughs> okay, so, so that's. Okay. But. So, uh, I'm surprised, dude, because Tokyo Drift is probably. Before we move on to oh, my part. bad. Okay, yeah. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, Tokyo Drift might be among my favorites of the franchise. But before we get to that, let's bring up uh, uh, Too Too Fast, Too Furious. Fuck, okay, uh, yes. The first, Fuck, uh, yes, let's talk uh, about Too Fast. The LGBTQ plus movie in this franchise. So, so yeah. That the, is... the romantic comedy in this, in this franchise. <laughs> it is the gayest one out of all of them, and that's really saying is... something. Like, like... It is one of the gay. It is one of the gayest movies I've ever seen, and I watched "Call Me by Your Name." <laughs> yeah, it. it uh, uh, you, so the best thing about this movie, and I, time, it is. It is. An, it is an hour and a half of Tyrese thirsting after Paul Walker, <laughs> like, <laughs> getting mad whenever he's looking at Eva Mendes. Like, why you? T- why you checking that girl out for? Well, first off, it's Eva Mendez. Why wouldn't he be checking her out? But yeah, true. But two, oh, of course. I I tweeted this out uh, when I was rewatching it like a week or so ago. I'm like, this is basically the road to El Dorado, but with cars. Like, it is such a gay movie. And if you have not watched Road to El Dorado recently, I recommend you go back and watch it and see how incredibly gay Road to El Dorado is. But <laughs> they even they even have a a, a, a fight. Oh, so that's the big thing about these movies. Outside of Dom, it and uh Dom, Letty, and I probably say Mia, no one else no one else can fucking fight. Like Roman is such a shitty fighter. It yeah. is unbelievable <laughs> how bad he is yeah, at defeating himself. And, and as a guy who does martial arts, it was cool because Paul Walker uh was a brown belt in jujitsu up until his death. And He's actually using some of that in this movie. Hmm. It was cool to see. He fucks up Tyrese. He really does. Like, like, <laughs> it, was like, it was like that was that was that was two seconds away. I'm pretty sure they cut out a gay love scene between the two of them. <laughs> they were kissing like those after. Hollywood <laughs> sex scenes that eventually turn Hollywood fight scene that eventually just turns into them making love. <laughs> there, there's definitely a random gay like baby boy-esque sex scene in Too Fast and Furious. <laughs> it, got, it, it got cut alongside Vince's arm in the first Yeah, movie. yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, no, it got cut alongside uh, Vince's sleeves. Uh, Vince's sleeves, uh, excuse me. But I definitely, out of all the first three, this one definitely suffers the most with the departure of Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Uh, the original originally the film was supposed to be a direct sequel. It was, everyone was supposed to come back, but mm. 
uh, at the last second, Vin Diesel refused to. So the writers were kind of forced to to retool this entire script and think, okay, if we don't have Vin Diesel, we don't have Letty, we don't have Mia, because Dom is the connected connection between them. So, mm-hmm. okay, the original plan was it was going to be Paul Walker and Ja Rule from the first movie. Mm-hmm. But Ja Rule had uh, other obligations to the Fire Festival. <laughs> so, yeah, no, uh, he really fumbled that's that That's how we bag. got Tyrese. He really fumbled that bag. Uh, Tyrese... Because he could... Shoulda, shoulda, coulda, Luda. <laughs> oh my god. So, so okay, Ludacris. But, Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. So, to be fair to this movie, I do think it is sort of the one where you do start to see where the entire franchise is going in terms of like yep. spy shit and just going off the wall, trying to overtop itself. I mean, top itself each movie. Um, a little bit, but I saw it more as like they do this shit on like Miami Vice all the time. That's true. That's, that's true. That's essentially what this film is. It's but a film I, ver- it, It's the somehow the better film version of Miami Vice. Jamie Foxx one came out relatively close to that. But yeah, I think it's like the. I think it's like the as realistic to the escalation as you can possibly get to where mm. we get to in the, in the future because okay. <laughs> okay, they doesn't really work about, yeah what doesn't really work is mm. a lot of the car stunts a lot of them are cg mm. there's a lot of cg so, stunts in this movie okay so i actually thought most of the car scenes especially the opening one actually works really well so the thing i really like about this movie is that in the first movie how do I put this? In the first movie, Brian is a good driver, but mm. he's not beating Dom, nor should he beat Dom. And so mm-hmm. when you get... So I have to give uh, uh, friend Nathan over at Mission Impossible some credit. I didn't know there was a fucking prelude, uh, <laughs> a supercharged prelude, which connects the first film to Too Fast, Too Furious. So I watched that, mm. and it's not necessary viewing, but it does show Brian winning races to get from LA to Miami and that's how he funds like getting to Miami and he's on the run the whole time obviously so you see Brian become a better driver throughout this short film and I went you know what again not necessary but I appreciate that there is that this exists so I can at least see Brian grow more as a driver so when he kind of comes onto the scene in Too Fast Too Furious you go Oh, this is a more confident driver. He's not, he knows his car because, uh, you know, he's gone fucking cross country with it. And you go, oh, OK, he's he's actually kind of earned, you know, where he is at this point, which is something I think is actually important for the film. Now, where the film falls apart is that these cops have these um like spear like, oh, these are made to specifically target uh streetcar engines i went all right i that's okay that that's cute all right welcome to the sci-fi but it's also not (laughs) it's also not something that would be shocking to see outside of uh, within the realm of network tv which is definitely where this film is getting its influence 
<laughs> and I mean, uh, if also, you but speaking of the early parts of this franchise stuff that hasn't aged the best, uh, mm. Cole Hauser as your uh, your Argentinian Latino uh, drug dealer cartel villain. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They brown faced that dude. Yeah, they and... yeah, they did. <laughs> Welcome to the yeah, early two thousands, my shit guy. That hasn't aged well. <laughs> yeah, you're not so 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 it's actually funny you bring him up. I actually mm. thought as a villain, mm. I thought he's a pretty good villain. Uh I mean for the very limited amount that we know about him. Like he mm. is there to be Yeah, outside Outside of the suspect casting, he was fucking intimidating. I really yeah. ended up liking him as a villain. Does he ever come back in the and series? Was, it was kind of no. He'll be back in ten. Dude, maybe. you can't, you can't, brown, <laughs> you can't bring up a white boy. You can't bring back a white boy in brownface. Just past twenty twenty one. Hashtag hey, justice hey, for hey. Carter. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! What is Vin Diesel? I don't know if he's Hispanic we or don't if he's know. white, if he's if he's like light skinned, but like you know, Vin Diesel we is basically know. Vin Diesel is a Pepperidge Farm cookie with a giant question mark <laughs> on the market. <laughs> like, and the reason, all right, we'll we'll get to it when we get to it with nine. But like they, the casting choices for his family were very interesting to me because it just made it more ambiguous to me. I have no idea what this man is. At honestly, point. honestly, um, I think his dad just fucked around a lot and always <laughs> ended up getting custody. But are we sure that's his dad? That's the thing I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that I was asking. Like, are we sure that's his dad? What does the mom look like? Because neither, because if she is brown too, neither one of them gave them any color. But. Back to, back to too fast, too furious. Um, yeah, no, I agree on on. Um, even though poor casting, you know, maybe you shouldn't have uh, made him uh, Argentinian or Colombian. Um, no, although Argentina, to be fair, to be fair, Argentinians do tend to be white. Um, but you know, True. if he was Colombian, well, they're not Kohlhauser white. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah. not defending it by any by any means. But I'm just saying Argentinians are like the whitest Hispanic you can get, <laughs> aside okay, from fair, straight out fair. of Spain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, Miami is Miami is not short on tanny beds. He could just went to one and been like, "All right, we're good now." <laughs> now, if he had said, if he had said, if this was like a Pablo Escobar stand-in, then yeah, I would have been a lot more angry and been like, "Yeah, not." But you know, I'm so, I it. would like to point. Good. What, what were you about to say? Oh, I was just gonna say, considering this movie came out in 2003, still mm. shitty, but still 2003. What's yeah. Disney's excuse for making Jake Gyllenhaal Persian in <laughs> Prince of Persia? It's like the you got a point there. <laughs> Come on, Disney, where what's you at? Ridley Scott, what, what's Ridley Scott's excuse for uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings? Well, you heard we said <laughs> about you heard Gods of Egypt. Well, you heard what he said about that. He said, I can't make a $150 million movie starring Muhammad so-and-so. That's what really wow. Scott said. And I went, oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's his excuse, apparently. I mean, to be fair, he's Hollywood. like a old man. So he could possibly be going senile. We wouldn't know. I, I yeah, hope, hope hopefully. But, <laughs> but... but but Tokyo Drift, though, because you kind of touched on that oh, one God. earlier. So, Nick, no, Tokyo you're not... Drift, which is Justin, 
Justin Lin's uh, first film in this franchise. Mm. So for me, it this is has the best. Like, a completely different. Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead, Hunter. No, I was going to say it's the best okay. directed one out of the three. Mm. Yes, and that's that's why I think I like this film so much. It has a completely different energy from the first two, mostly owing to that almost all the car stunts, besides a few uh, CG enhancements, like some shots that were impossible to get without uh, without uh, CG, a lot of them are 100% practical, which yeah. was amazing. Because even, because I'd say out of like this, first original trilogy this has the best car scenes in the entire franchise and yeah. it also introduces the best character in the fucking series han <laughs> soul o which <laughs> yes that is his real name but <laughs> soul is spelled like soul in south korea <laughs> the yeah. so yeah i i so han is amazing and han is like the reason to watch Tokyo Drift and mm. you know the direction. But again, I fucking hate Bow Wow so goddamn much. Like that movie <laughs> is just dragged significantly down for me. And I thought mm. the villain was just eh, to be honest. But Han I, is I mean true, but true, but also at the time, how many fucking major studio films had a mostly Asian cast outside of mm. Again, Lucas Black and Bow Wow. Yeah. And I so, think that's like I, the yeah. one thing aside from uh what's his name from uh the the villain in, in Too Fast, Too Furious. Like this is by far the most diverse uh like franchise, blockbuster franchise like that we have, I think. <laughs> and I mean it's I mean it doesn't have it doesn't have too much competition, obviously, but you know. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're this wrong, like one of the few franchises that come to mind that yeah. are consistently putting people of color in like leading roles. Mm. Yeah, and but uh, again, going to the bad parts of this, this movie, I think I heard this from uh, 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 Brian Salisbury. This movie is the car Roddy kid. This <laughs> borrows. All of its structure from Karate Kid, except halfway through, Mr. Miyagi dies. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Think about it. He like goes go, goes to the initial race. He gets his ass kicked. He like learns how to like drift, and but like slowly gets better. And then the final climactic scene, race or fight, where he wins. You want to know why this is my favorite Fast and Furious movie? Because it's the prototypical hero's journey. Wait. Like it, it, it's mm, literally okay. just the hero's journey without like even trying, like anything new, anything different, except you just got cars. <laughs> I just like um, it because it's one hundred percent the Karate Kid, even down to having your lead. But I mean, the he, oldest motherfucker in the goddamn room when he's supposed to be seventeen. But I'm well. Although to be fair to Ralph, he looked twelve in that in, in Karate Kid. <laughs> Dude, you know <laughs> how say the same. that was? Ralph, Mac Ralph Macchio was like five years older than Thomas even Griffith <laughs> in fucking uh, Karate Kid Three. Hey, he was older than Terry fucking Silver. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I I enjoy it for what it is. It is. The prototypical hero's journey, uh, 
you got a country bumpkin headed to Tokyo uh, for God knows what reason his dad is there for. Um, <laughs> What's that thing you call me? God damn. <laughs> Which God, yeah. Like, you're literally Which, laying out again, all my problems with just- <laughs> Which, yeah, speaking of, this movie does a great job of, of just showing the fucking city of Tokyo. Yes. Because just watching it, I just saw so many landmarks and so many things. Like, Holy shit, I've actually been there. Mm. Like that amazing fucking car chase through the streets where they do that drift through Shibuya Square. Mm. Uh, Shib- the Shibuya Crossing, excuse me, which is that giant, uh, like, multiple way crosswalk which any time of day it is the busiest section in the entire city mm. and that was just incredible and seeing like the the fucking like two seas parting to let the cars through yeah like so okay and this was way too high of a compliment for this movie but fuck it it's the the <laughs> one thing i will give the one thing i will give the movie is that similar to the the taking of Pelham 123 the city of Tokyo mm, okay. does feel like its own character yeah and that is mm. something i will give the movie credit for but the stuff that i just despise about that just so outweighs my enjoyment of it and it <laughs> it bums me out because there's stuff i really do enjoy about it uh to your mm. point because we haven't even mentioned that fucking uh Home Improvement Kid, uh, Zachary Ty Bryan is in this fucking movie, and I remember I was like, "Wait, is that the Home Improvement Kid?" Like, I forgot that he was in. Yeah, no, that that was the biggest. I was like, "Wait, I know you. You're on that show that my friends liked. That I went. Why the fuck do you watch this?" And yeah, he and he's actually Wait, friends. I, I no, shockingly not friends. <laughs> like, even though if David Schwimmer was the villain, this movie would have been a thousand times better. Oh, oh, David Schwimmer was the villain. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't. I can't wait for uh uh. When it's gonna be probably be called FX or like mm-hmm. Furious X or like Fast Ten, where David Schwimmer is the fucking villain. <laughs> Yeah, the the last battle takes place in the Ross. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. It takes place in a Ross. It takes place in a Ross in space. Yeah. <laughs> that. Why are we not writing for Universal? Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Universal. Cut right, the cut, check. Cut the check. <laughs> we cut got. The check. We- at the check, and then we'll release the the, we got uh, you. the Jurassic Park script for you. The Fast and Furious <laughs> Jurassic uh, Park collab crossover. F- <laughs> Furious Park. Furious Park. Let's go. Let's go. It right, writes right, itself, uh, honestly. Furious World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, Whatever. it honestly writes itself. It really just, does. But just okay. Dom yeah, so racing. When you think about, when you think about it. Yeah, when you think about Tokyo Drift, mm. this is pretty much the movie that saved the franchise. Because yeah. originally this was supposed to go straight to video. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was saved because uh, you had, because Universal gave the the film rights to Riddick back to Vin Diesel in exchange for his cameo at the very end. And that's yep. what kind of saved it. Yeah. So without this movie, we wouldn't 
be talking about like the family going into like space and fighting transformers and all that <laughs> so i think the a lot of the the existence of the current franchise as it is is owed to tokyo drift especially later when this becomes the fucking nexus point of the franchise yeah. Where they retcon the shit out of the of the order of the films to make this shit like, which I mean, credit to them for finding a way to make that work. Because when I was going through the watching order, I went, "Oh fuck!" Technically, this is like after five, which mm. is weird, but but the way they retcon it, yeah, it works. And I think like yeah, by the time this is pretty much set in like 2015, mm. which just rewatching it. I could buy it. Yeah, no, I was going to say that. And even all yeah. like the, yeah, people are still using flip phones. Yeah, they're a big thing in Japan. People still use flip phones here. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say like, I I didn't see anything too out of place uh, mm. <laughs> in terms of the technology. Uh, so yeah, you could get away with that. Um, yeah. I mean, there are no vending machines with fused panties in them. I mean, that was like the one thing that was that, that was that's accurate. like the one area. That's the one area of Tokyo they didn't go to. Yeah, like like I, I didn't why. see enough. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> I'm sorry that that's the line of there. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like did you see all that ass walking around? Why are they gonna go there and you know get it from the source? Uh, yeah. So okay, I can we can we get into uh, the fourth one with the best, maybe one of the best taglines in a movie in the last twenty years. It's so simple but so hilarious. Oh, so, uh, so fast and furious. Yeah. Oh yeah. But here's the tagline: new model, original parts. I <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Fuck it. I'm with it. Let's go. Right. And, it, yeah. And this was the one where you started to get like to the zany shit. Like the stunts were starting yeah. to go nuts. Now, granted, I didn't see this one. I they're like the middle portion of these films, like four, five, and six, I did not see. I've just seen clips and I I know what happens. Like I know about um Letty's arc. I know about Dom. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so it's it's hilarious because there's a uh, there's a prequel or a um prequel film in this mm. called the La uh, Los Um Oh God. Um I, I can never say the the the, the last like the word. It, mm. I, I don't want to fuck it up, but there is a prequel film with this and it stars, you know, Jordana Brewster, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, and Michelle Rodriguez for about five minutes. Mm. <laughs> and her ass mm. gets killed really early on in the game. <laughs> and you go, oh, shit. Okay. And honestly, this is maybe, I think, the most underrated one. Because it's Dom going, all right, you killed my girlfriend. I'm out for vengeance no matter the fuck what. Mm. And so when... Dom goes on this rampage. It's it's really quite fascinating because honestly, it's the most it seems like he's ever cared about Letty. Before. <laughs> it, it, it's like, oh, you did love her. Okay, cool, good to know. But when he's going around, you yeah, know, kind of, you know, good. Yeah, going on this like murderous ram 
this murderous, like, uh, NOS-fueled rampage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, amazing that... And it's amazing that Dom cares that much about Letty, because by all indications from the first movie, it was like, all right, yeah, I'll throw you one real quick. <laughs> right, yeah, it never Eventually, really... Eventually, like, the franchise entirely becomes hinged on their relationship. Mm, a yes. little bit by necessity, because, again, because of Paul Walker's passing and how do you continue it. But also, their chemistry worked, I, mm. I think. I don't think by necessity. I think by necessity. But, uh, <laughs> but... You got a but, point there. <laughs> you. Thank you. That, is, that is a part of the but, selling point to this franchise. <laughs> but... But what I love, genuinely love about this movie is that this is the most emotionally pissed off mm. you really see Dom mm. until mm. kind of the fate of the furious. But mm. he's genuinely angry in this. And, and that's really a side of him. You don't really they kind of flirt with it in the Fast and the Furious. But he is in mm. full on kind of Max Payne mode here. And I went, oh, this is actually a new wrinkle it dimensions this character that uh, it's kind of like when Raylan would get pissed off on Justified. You go, oh, that's right. Mm. There's always this this potential that I need to always keep in the back of my mind. And mm. I kind of wish yeah, I would actually it, go back to it, it was more. A, <laughs> it was a side that we heard about in, in mm. The Fast and the Furious. It was a side that, yeah, this guy went to prison for nearly beating someone to death with a, with a torque wrench. And throughout the film, we never see that side of Dom, and we no. don't until we get to here, which is a, definitely a more interesting side to the character of Toretto, because you know that this guy is there underneath all that, all that cool, all that, like, stoicism. We kind of need to see that guy more. Mm. And it was, like, probably the last time in the franchise that Dom shows emotion. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> see i'd say probably until like, eh, we'll, we'll get there we'll get there but okay. um but i love so i actually love dom and brian's relationship in this because uh dom finds out that brian had letty as an informant which is what perder in that uh drug dealer uh, i think felix i want to say it's a, it's a villain's name but puts her in his crosshairs and so dom the dealer's name is uh, Braga. Braga, Felix Braga, whatever. But 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 I, um, I yep, maybe uh, he had Braga, a... who we find is played by John Ortiz. Yeah, uh, so they at least got someone to kind of match the nationality here this time around. For the first but, time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got yeah, a brown guy yeah. to play a brown guy, yeah. right? Great you know, hey, yeah, hey, bro broke clock, right? But uh, but but with <laughs> this. But with that though, when when Dom freaks out on Brian, it starts kicking the shit out of him for putting Letty in danger. I went, oh well, I mean, fair play. Like I get why you're pissed, but Brian is like, yeah, she sought me out, dude. Don't maybe you should have, you know, actually been more open with your partner. And kind of when he drops that, I went, yeah, you're, he's not wrong. <laughs> like maybe you should have. Not been, you know, driving around and actually talk to the person you're supposed to. So they're married at that point, might I add, too, which which is something that yeah, I always forget another about. Another fucking retcon. Yeah. Another fucking was... retcon. 
And because the yeah. wedding that we find out in true Dominic Toretto fashion, he got married in a tank top. Of course. What what did you expect? Did he wear a bow tie with the tank top? <laughs> Just wore like a fucking Chippendale outfit. <laughs> tuxedo shirt, but he tears the sleeves off. That would have been. <laughs> that would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. Um. <laughs> Puts the necklace on over the over the tuxedo part. That would have been just perfect aces right there. But but honestly, so there's that whole subplot. But I know we talk about Dom and Letty kind of being the heart as far as the relationship. I've always really thought it's Brian and Mia. Like I've always Mm. liked them more together. Um, Mm. It actually seems like they. Okay, it seems like independent from all of this shit, they mm. actually are the ones who care about each other and could step away from it if they needed to. I think that's one of the few issues I actually have with these is that it just always feels like Dom is going to always be pissing someone off. So, like, mm. it, like at some point, either he's going to, like, crash his car. Well, I mean, sorry, crash his car again, pardon me. And, and you know, he just... <laughs> And he just won't get back up or they're going to split up. It just doesn't feel like they could ever just be without all this. Like even the mm. Fast 9 trailer when, you know, she go, he goes, a uh, lady goes, do you miss the old life? And he goes, you know, every day. It's like, well, there is a kid now. Like you kind of need to not be doing, you know, this shit all the time. <laughs> like <laughs> you have someone to take care of. And I appreciate that when Mia kind of asked Brian, like, why'd you let him go? And Brian really just kind of goes, I I don't really know. But you can feel as the film goes on, Brian kind of forming his own code, calling back to the first film where Tom tells him, you know, that's all a man has at the end of the day is is a code. So I appreciate that that still resonates and comes back. And then... The fact that Brian beats the shit out of that one FBI guy who uh, is interrogating Mia, that is one of the best ass kickings oh, I've seen in a minute. I, I was like, oh my god, like Jake he motherfucking What he oh, beats he, the shit. He interrogates you beats up a guy and then gets broken up by Shay motherfucking Wiggum. Yeah, he who is he a welcome addition to any franchise ever. But he whips his ass like it was his job. I was like, holy shit. Like, Brian, Brian need him so quick. I blinked and I missed it. I actually had him rewind it. I was like, god damn, Brian. Like, he's up. But but he, but again, he cares about Mia. And I went, well, Dom, could you, like, could you get on Brian's level, man? Like, he's not even, he's not even with Mia yet. He cares more than you do about Letty. But. Family. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we're we're kind of we're kind of shifting more into like completely stoic and emotionless Dom Toretto. Yeah. So it's like Vin Diesel can't show emotion. Bro, bro, no, bro, bro, no, feel, feel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, that was good. I like well, but also the fourth one brings us Gal Gadot and uh oh. Oh gal, yeah that that was a that was a nice that was a nice addition. Um, 
after Wonder Woman 84, she should really come back for these. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they could retcon Han's yeah. death, they could retcon hers too. The eggs, fucking exactly. Yeah, it, but, it's amazing. It's amazing that we got the four hours we got Justin. Wait, repeat that. It's amazing that we got a four-hour Justice League before we got Justice for Han. Mm. What? Why? Which? That? Yeah. Uh, what, Justice for Han. Well, so the only thing for me in the fourth film that's unrealistic is that Dom doesn't just fuck the shit out of Giselle because there's a point where she is like she's like uh, Jane Foster she is. In, in Thor. Like you can have she this right is. now throwing herself yeah and dom's like no no i'm good i'm sad about my no. family i'm like dude like, you know get no, you know no. it gets oh you know it's great for depression no. fucking <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like get over yourself like oh i'm sorry you have and let's be real gal gadot all due respect to michelle rodriguez that's a step up that's actually several steps up like i mean like that's like going from you know a guest room to executive suite. <laughs> like, 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 come on, Dom, go ahead, man. Suite. <laughs> but no, he's like, nope, can't do that. <laughs> oh my god, no, bro, bro, too sad. Yeah, <laughs> missed it. <laughs> even the even even the Hulk likes to fuck Dom. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was the one thing I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh fuck off, dude! Really? Like that—that that, that was definitely the most unrealistic part. <laughs> it really is. Like, like, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, but but what's more ridiculous, that or the fact that Dom can go to like a crime scene that was cleaned up weeks ago find like a smidge of dirt and recreate it like Will Graham from Hannibal. Yeah, he turns into fucking Bruce we Wayne. Fucking it's we get CSI <laughs> We get CSI Dominic Toretto. It's it, it's perfect. That sounds amazing. When the, when, when the fuck did when the fuck did this guy fucking like Vin Diesel, bald-headed ass, street racer. When did he become fucking Batman? Yeah. <laughs> These guys struggle to take the down fucking trucks. Detective Vision. What the fuck? Once upon a time, these guys struggled to take down <laughs> trucks. <laughs> struggled to steal some dude. Struggled to steal DVD VCR combos and can uh, figure out a crime scene perfectly. That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's amazing. Perfect. It's it it's wonderful in a way that I went I didn't know because I had forgotten about that because I was like how does he track down ladies because my my silly critic brain thought oh he'll reach out to Brian for help no Dom just goes to the street looks around looks off like he's looking into a sunset and immediately puts together oh it's it's this type of uh this type of uh nitrate or this type of tire there's only one shop in la that sells this tire i'm like oh really <laughs> motherfucker he's a street racer he's obviously very knowledgeable tires cars but this is Nas. also this is a also lot of like, Nas. yeah this is this is also <laughs> like the turning point when uh easel started to take more creative control of the franchise and it was mm. kind of uh 
dictated that, look, no matter what, Dom can never be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Even when anybody would call that motherfucker out, he can never be wrong. Also, <laughs> he can never lose a fight. Oh, guess what? You got to have that story? Mine now. Yeah, why do you think I said that he turns into Batman? He can never be wrong. Like, <laughs> like, like I said that purposefully. Like, he is, like, he straight up turns into Batman. If, you know, so, Batman, yeah. So you think Dominic Toretto can beat Superman with enough prep time? I think so. <laughs> I think with, with or without prep with time. Enough no, with enough NOS, Dominic Toretto could beat Superman. <laughs> what, Dom would go ahead and find Kryptonite Noth and just drive around in a circle, <laughs> <laughs> which, would, which would release smoke oh that would kill God. Superman, weaken him enough so that Dom could just run him down with a Kryptonite spear that he's embedded in the front of his car. And because Dom could beat Superman, Zach- he can beat Goku. And it all oh makes sense. Me- meanwhile, Zach's. Meanwhile, Zack Snyder is somewhere watching us. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, canon. Oh my it's god, canon. this is brilliant. It's canon. Yeah, I... <laughs> it's canon. It's <laughs> canon. So the last thing I'll say about the last thing I'll say about Fast and Furious Four is so it actually has one of my favorite action scenes in the whole film uh, or in the whole series. That whole mind chase sequence, which. Oh God! Which, yeah, that chase is incredible. Which God damn, on paper, on paper, it should be a. On paper, it should be a confusing, dark yes. mess. But the you know the geography of where they're going because we've been through that entire like uh, set piece before in the movie, and also we know where every single character is thanks to Lynn's direction. Mm. So well, it's also, just one of the best. It's well, one it's, of the best sequences in the entire franchise. Well, it's crazy and about it. It's too. kind of like the last time this franchise was grounded. Well, slightly grounded. Yeah, because okay, because I'm happy you said slightly because you, you forget the end of that sequence is Brian running that guy down <laughs> with his car and killing him, and I just nice. went, "Wait, you just ran oh. this." The, like, all right, cool. No, and no, 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 Vin, no. It's like Brian, he like holds the guy's ankle so he can't run away. Mm-hmm. And, Vin, and Vin Diesel just rams him full speed with his car. And that guy was uh, Laz Alonzo, becomes Mother's Milk in The Boys, who I had to like look and double check that because That's he was so different then. Dude, the people it, that come in and out of these movies are great too. Like, it's the side it's, casting is, is phenomenal. <laughs> it it's very sad that uh, that uh, Dom wasn't driving a Dodge because how was your day, Dom? Oh, I rammed this black guy with my Dodge. It was fucking awesome. Family, <laughs> family. Oh, I murder. Yeah, I murdered the shit out of this dude with a, my car. It was awesome. I did. Yeah, it like. Yeah, it right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good shit. So I'm assuming we can talk about Fast Five now, right? Can we talk about like the best one? 
Is that and this was the one yeah. that introduced the rock yeah. right this is where he was the villain right yeah this is where the rock comes in and it was like shocking because you put the rock in fast five next to like even old wwe rock or even the rock from the rundown and this rock looks like he ate that rock yeah <laughs> you like smell what the rock, rock is cooking oh yeah it's another rock <laughs> the rock the rock looks more like the boulder here like he's like <laughs> he's, he, he He's getting so big. He's like that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward eats too many Krabby Patties. Like he's so <laughs> massive. It's like goddamn, dude. Like you're gonna pop if someone pokes you with a needle. The boulder. Imagine if the Rock just gave. Imagine if the Rock became so big he just collapsed in on himself and became skinny again. <laughs> it turns, it turns into that a neutron would even star. Be possible. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it just be a black hole. You just yeah. like throw something at him, and it starts like going into orbit. <laughs> the rock, the rock is Galactus. <laughs> you, come on, Marvel, pay me. Cut the check. Devour. Devourer, devourer of worlds and fucking uh, deadlifter of small planets. Right, but <laughs> but fast. But, yeah, but speaking fast of five. like constant. Yep, of constantly shifting genres. This is their heist movie. This is mm, yes. This is Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, and this is like kind of the shift away from okay our movies were originally about like a single protagonist and everybody else around them is more or less a supporting character. This is definitely where the mission impossible and oceans influence comes in because they make it more of a team film. Mm. They bring back a, a lot of characters from previous films. They bring back Leo's Leo and Santos and uh, Gal Gadot from uh, the fourth film. They bring back Han, they bring back uh, um, my personal favorite dynamic duo later in the franchise with uh, uh Tyrese and Luda. <laughs> Luda. <laughs> yeah. And all I... of a sudden they all have like diff Luda <laughs> whose skills include like tech savvy and and writing and producing songs that nobody knows of that uh play in the background of these films. <laughs> okay, so Act of Fool still fucking slaps. That's a great fucking song. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that song is fucking amazing. But but also, as Ludacris has acted more in these Fast and Furious films, and his acting profile has gone up, his rapping skills have gone the exact opposite way. Because if you have not heard Ludaversal, don't um, like oh, stick no. with chick oh, stick God. with chicken and beer. Um, I didn't. I didn't but, know he still made music. Exactly. I didn't, I didn't know he was still rapping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, I thought, don't listen to it. Like, I thought he was it, one of those rappers that retired and became an actor. You know. That's, yeah. If that's my head basically, <laughs> if you imagine Will Smith's character from Concussion rapping, that's basically how Ludacris sounds. <laughs> like just don't. Just I'm just imagining <laughs> him repeating Delta <laughs> Oh, right Wait. So he tries to do an African accent. the truth. Yeah, kind of. It's 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 just not good shit. But 
But okay, Fast I need five. to hear this shit now. <laughs> yeah, no, you're kind of selling me on this. To be honest. No, you. I no. Is Universal's bad. Me. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's like it's it's like the ring. Just don't play the tape. I'm trying to save y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like final. Yeah, just like this bound no. like the fucking Necronomicon. It's like don't 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 listen. Don't hear it. Don't speak it. But see, the thing is, the more you tell me not to, the more I want to. That's the problem. That's how these movies start. <laughs> how, how very, how very Cosby of you. But, <laughs> but, but, oh. No, <laughs> we didn't need to take it there. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Oh. There's no pudding pops here. <laughs> yeah, right. But 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 fast five. The the best thing about this movie is that it just it lays its cards out on the table pretty mm. early on and goes, "Look, if you can't accept this, this is not for you." And the mm. the moment they get a duplicate safe overnighted to them, I just went, "All right, I need to just kind of." Like fine, all right. And, I, like, and the fucking justification is the justification is like I had a life before you let before you met me. It's like it still doesn't explain how you got that fucking duplicate safe. <laughs> he yeah, had a life. It's like before he you met him. <laughs> that duplicate but, safe was waiting since that life, you know. But that, but that's the thing. It's like you could say that too, like. Like, if you have a current partner, I had a life before you. Okay, it doesn't explain why you can fly, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck is that thing? Like, Maybe I had a life as a bird. <laughs> well, unless you're, unless you're Nelly Furtado, that doesn't apply. <laughs> but, but, oh my God. The, but, Nick, you brought up the whole Vin Diesel not being, uh, you know, not being loose a fight. I'll say it right now. The fight between um, uh, uh, Hobbs and and uh, Dom, that's a better fight than Batman vs Superman. Like that shit was fucking awesome. I went. <laughs> it goes on way longer. It, it does goes on way it, longer. That's for sure. And it is just, it, it's just too. It's like you remember that game Rampage for Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> it's like it's that. Yeah. It's just, Yes. Speaking of the rock, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just it's two <laughs> titans just beating the shit out of each other. I went, you know what? This is what I wanted. They're, like when I think Dom is the one. Dom jumps, grabs Hobbs, and pushes him through a window. And I just went, yeah, this is great. Don't even care. <laughs> have you have you guys seen that like edit of, of like Hollywood? Hollywood sex scenes set to like romantic music be like and it's just their fight set to like love me like you do <laughs> I, like, I need to tossing each other around breaking <laughs> shit it's it's kind of amazing <laughs> and yeah that's easily the best fight scene in this well one of the best fight scenes of the franchise up, up to this point and it's kind of the first time you see a guy that can like physically match Dom. Mm. Yes. And again. Again, introducing the Rock, who is just 
all of the charisma that Vin Diesel abandoned. He just so dumb. It was just, oh, remember, hope you got your thunderwear on. And amazing that they gave him the one F bomb in the movie. You know what? You know what's funny? Translator, give me this, give me this. One more thing. Stay the fuck out of my way. You know what's funny about Vin Diesel and The Rock, though? This was at the time when. This was at the time when The Rock was still doing a whole bunch of like uh, family films, mm. and this was kind of his return to form for the action genre. It was like, yes, fuck yeah, give me this Rock. So, the funniest thing to me about their relationship, right, The Rock and Vin Diesel, is that apparently their whole feud started because Vin thought that The Rock wasn't trying to act, apparently, or like he wasn't trying yeah. during one of their yeah. scenes together. And I I just find that so fucking hilarious because The Rock in seven, at least in the movies that I've seen of him, seven. And I think was he in eight for a little bit. No, wait, he wasn't in eight, he right? He was in eight. He was? Yeah. He was yeah, in eight. He was in Fate of the Furious. Yeah. That was the last time that that um, The Rock and Vin Diesel were in a movie together. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we got Hobbs and Shaw. And yeah. And even in Hobbs and Shaw, like he. <laughs> I don't know how this man Vin could even try to criticize The Rock because, yeah, it's like the the comedic the timing. Playing The Rock, <laughs> he is he is playing The Rock, but The Rock is one charming motherfucker. Yeah, he really he really is like yeah. horribly so. And he has he has far more comedic timing than Vin will ever have. Uh, you give Vin, you give The Rock all Vin's quips, and it'll hit a lot differently. <laughs> and you'll be was, laughing for the yeah, reason that they intended you to laugh, instead of it being because Vin said it. <laughs> yeah, like the only reason why you laugh like at Vin's quote. That, oh, what were you about to say? Yeah, the only reason you laugh at Vin's quips is because he's delivering it so straight faced. Yeah, he, he <laughs> wants you to take him seriously so bad. Well, yeah. Well, like, like The Rock, like Vin criticizing The Rock for having, uh, for his like his acting is just fucking absurd. Like, it's a genuinely (laughs) hilarious notion in general, especially with the stuff that uh, that Vin Diesel's done in between Fast and Furious when he's not Mm. playing a tree. Uh, But, (laughs) but the thing about Fast Five, the whole chase sequence with the uh, with the safe. Is one of the coolest action scenes in the last twenty years. Oh, oh, it's yes. a genuinely great, oh yes, well shot. Uh, now, what I also appreciate about this is that damn everyone else apparently because they are just destroying <laughs> the city. Like, like, like oh, you yeah. see people they murder see... though. There is a fucking body count in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's they just like pour that city the fuck up. <laughs> When you see the safe go through like eight stores, you're just like, oh wow. So there's at least let's just say three people per store. That's 24 people they killed within the span of about 30 seconds. So let's times that out by oh, how long this they... whole Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's like other cars that they're constantly pancaking that aren't credit corrupt cops. But that's it's just a superhero when... movie. Yeah, they that crew has murdered hundreds of people. 
So is Fast Furious 10, is that going to be Civil War, where the government finally goes, hey, you need to stop killing everyone. It's stealing yes. money. And gonna, I can see that. I can see that. Especially, especially after the wreckage that is um, that happens in, uh, in 9. And I mean, like, 7 oh, too. The entire oh, city just, like... Fucking... I remember Seven, eight and nine. Yeah, Just yeah. The carnage that they have left in their wake. <laughs> like they're the worst. They're the worst spies ever. Let Let's get that out the way. <laughs> they're the worst superheroes ever. No, they're, I'm pretty sure, be honest. I'm pretty sure the Hulk has killed fewer people. <laughs> but, but let's be honest. They're just. The thing, the only difference between them and Bond is that they're just a little more open about who they kill. Because Bond, because mm. <laughs> Fast Five is basically Quantum of Solace, but they have no one to answer to. It's just like we're about stealing this money. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> but Bond goes around shooting everyone's like, oh hey, we could probably follow a lead if we weren't killing every goddamn person who has information. Oh, that's right. Like, like, so I kind of appreciate how straightforward mm. it kind of is in that aspect. Plus. Everyone does, to Nick's point about it being an Oceans film, mm. everyone does have something to do in it. And I went, mm. oh, all right. Now, admittedly, you know, Giselle's role is basically let me be hot and let this guy grab my ass so we can scan his his uh, his handprint, which, you know, eh. But, but you start I to mean, see... Did, I, mean, I mean, did he, did he just smack that ass or did he, like, grab it and hold it? <laughs> Which I like the way that she's like he she never answers she just walks in like All right, here it is like but I appreciate that that's where we start to see Han and her relationship start to become a thing because Han rightfully so he plays it cool because you know like Roman is Roman he's being all loud and you know black and he's like hey he's like hey, you know like hey girl oh, hey girl can I holla and she's like no get away from me baldy and you know Han is just laying like, the cut like done on him like yeah. yeah, Sung Kang with all of the goddamn charisma in the world. Yeah, he's just he's just chilling. He's like, all right. He's like, I'm gonna lay, take my time, and I'm just gonna lay just in the cut, chilling out, munching on them chips. <laughs> yeah. Hey, girl. Speaking yeah, of a Sung snack, Kang why don't you fuck- come over here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Sung Kang is like the Brad Pitt character from Ocean's Eleven <laughs> because he's always yeah. fucking eating, and he just bleeds cool. <laughs> yeah, he, he he really does. But uh, but outside of that, um, also, and I'm blanking on the character's name, but she's uh, the Rock's uh, partner in Fast Five. I appreciate oh, uh, the fact oh, uh, that Elsa Pataki. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that she has you know an arc that continues through the eighth mm-hmm. film, uh, which you know go figure that they actually thought that far ahead, <laughs> and and the oh, fact I- that her. <laughs> I, I think kind of Fine, all right, kind of, but <laughs> but but her and uh, her and the Rock have genuinely great chemistry, and the reason that he brings her in, they establish it very early on. And you go, oh, okay, she's that cop who can't be corrupted, and I actually appreciate the way they play that whole thing out. Now, admittedly, it's stupid that Dom goes back, to, like breaks into her house just to steal this necklace i went dude you're on the run what the fuck are you doing like just just go to target buy a new one but like, <laughs> i mean you see how fine she was hey he he hey he probably got over- he was like 
shit, I need some ass. But but again, that's another <laughs> girl you know who's what? hot. Danger. <laughs> but that's another woman who's another girl who inexplicably ends up with Dom. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like Jesus, Dom. Like he's just. Like women are thrown at him like frisbees. He's like, oh no, 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 can't like ladies, my girlfriend's dead. Da da da. Like, like, oh my god. But where that film ends up is in a really uh fascinating place. Uh, because that's where we get the whole you thought Letty was dead, smoke bomb, she's not, and it's like it's like, all right, really? <laughs> like she wasn't dead, that's, she looked that's pretty kind dead. Of when- that is when the film became a fucking like superhero movie because yep. just like in those death doesn't really matter. Yeah, but death means but, nothing in this franchise. So, okay, you say that for a superhero film and I get what you mean, but at least there's usually a fucking gauntlet to explain it. They just went, mm. well, he there was an explosion which she was no more than five a week, five feet away from, so no, no scar damage, no but nothing, no, no, yeah, like shrapnel isn't a thing, nope. like uh, nope, he, no Tony Stark's in the universe her. <laughs> like, how close was Stark from that explosion in the first Iron Man? Like, about as far as close like as Lenny was. Feet away. Yeah, but so was Lenny, yeah, and, and like. And he had to have surgery. There was a difference. There was a difference. Easy Shia. Stark's missile literally had it. It literally had his name on it. Oh, sorry. I apologize. What was I thinking? But when they showed the flashback in this, when they showed the flashback in the sixth film, I remember seeing it in theaters and I laughed out loud. I went, you know what? Fine. Like, what? Like, it clearly felt like they went, Michelle Rodriguez is a problem and or we just don't want to work with her anymore. And then they went, mm. and then she probably went, hey, I'll come back for like a third of my pay. And they went, well, all right, we need to write you back in. Fuck, how do we do that? Oh, did we forget to mention that he shot the car and not her? It's like, and oh, did we did we forget to mention that the coroner was apparently in on it too because there was a body and now I will say in 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 Fast Nine they do explain everything, <laughs> especially their invincibility, their superpower. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. No, we'll get no, there. no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> You're not spoiled. I do not want to know. No, nah, no, nah, but Nick knows what I'm talking about when I when I say that. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but it doesn't make it any less stupid. <laughs> but they explained it, and that's what matters, is that they explained it. <laughs> but, uh, but let's be fair, though. Like, even on one of my favorite shows, they never even explain on fucking Sherlock how he comes back from the dead. They're just like, oh, fan theory, fan theory. Are we gonna give you an explanation? No, he's back. Shut up. It's like, oh, all right. Thanks, yeah, thanks Moffat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I, fuck off. Oh, I didn't know that the TARDIS yeah, apparently no. exists <laughs> in Sherlock's world. <laughs> like, but you know what? Fine. Like, if you want to bring Letty back, and, and I will say the sixth film does at least lend itself to uh to her coming back and it is an interesting mm. 
notion of the whole now it's bullshit but the whole like she has amnesia and she sees the cross she's like wait why do i recognize that it's like oh jesus christ but like but it I mean, weirdly it weirdly i mean works. since we're getting to the sixth one <laughs> since we're getting to the sixth one the and we've talked about like how each film is kind of like playing around in different genres this is the sixth one is 100% a Mission Impossible film, but it's yes. also completely a telenovela. Yes, it is 100% telenovela, soap opera, logic, and writing. Hmm. Yeah, I was dead, but now I'm not, and now I have amnesia. And only but... Dom's, I don't know, love can like bring her memories back. Yeah, it's a Care Bears movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, power of, the power of love saves them all. Like, it's very, it's wonderful. So, okay. Luke Evans, he's a badass in this. He's a genuine he badass. Is the best. Like, you think yep, he's the best? To this point in the franchise, he is the best. He's one of the best villains that the franchise has had up to this point in it. Because, it, um, okay. With everybody else, there was kind of like this, this okay. They're not even really that intimidating. They're there, but then they're gone. They're not in the movie a whole bunch. They never have like a real physical confrontation with any of the other characters outside of maybe like a couple scenes. Here, Luke Evans, he just exudes creepy menace, and he has so many like amazing like badass fights with like dom and the rock mm. and paul walker yeah at points is kicking the shit out of them it they truly kick an is ass like kind of like the introduction to the yeah it's like the beginning of the super spy and speaking of ass whoopings we got to talk about uh our boy joe taslim from the raid just easily yeah. beating the shit out of Han and and Roman. Like <laughs> it was, was a nothing. hilarious fight scene. Like it was he, nothing. Like he didn't break a sweat. He he beat on the two of them like it was his job. Yeah. It's 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 basically like it was basically basically like pitching a baseball to a blind kid. Like they just had no chance. Like they just got they got their asses handed to them in a way that I felt like I laughed. Yeah, at the very end, it was like we don't need to tell nobody about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which to be fair, that's not a story I would be fucking saying. And honestly, uh I that's appreciated a, that was like Honestly, honestly, Thanos took it easier on the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, he he actually did. And and, <laughs> and Gina Carano being in this and having her twist as far as her mm. being a villain, because I mean she can't be on a team with a black person. So of course, like we all should have seen that coming. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey Gina, how's that? <laughs> hey Gina, how's that Mandalorian job? Oh wait, oh. Tee -hee, but. but I actually like her that, in this. That has that has Shout become, I liked her too in this. And that was kind of this was like her first uh film role after Haywire. Yes. And I thought she did a really good job with it, especially in the fight scenes with uh Michelle Rodriguez. And it's like amazing that you get essentially two of the same fight scene, but the perspective shifts with both of them. Again, the first yeah. one you're you're rooting for uh, Gina. The second you're rooting for Michelle, and it has given us 
possibly the greatest aged gif of all time where Michelle just shoots Gina out of the plane before saying wrong team, bitch. The yeah. Greatest we- aged gift of all time. Which- I'm pretty sure that's what I'm pretty sure that's what Mickey said to her before firing her. <laughs> right. <from Disney>. Yeah. <laughs> right after go- wrong team, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but that scene in the, in the, uh, like the subway or whatever, that is a brutal ass scene. And it's, mm. you know, like, it's rare outside of really superhero films, it feels like to see women fight like fighting, not like mm. not like cat mm. fighting, but fighting. And and they yeah. are giving it that they're giving it to each fight. other. Yeah, like they're both like cut up afterwards. I went, okay, like mm. I really dig that this is all taking place right here, but they fuck each other up. And mm. I, the the biggest kind of like uh, really moment in this is now it makes me happy. This is the one where uh, we're Dom. Oh yeah, we're Dom and Owen have the the street fight, which is just <laughs> oh, it's so good. It, 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 <laughs> sorry, I'm just thinking about the scene now because that's where he goes. You know what they always say about a street fight. The streets always win, and that's where Dom. That's the next. That's the oh, that's next seven. one. Oh, that's the seventh that's, one. That's, that's right. seven. That's right. Oh, sixth that's one seven. is where that's they have diff- different Shaw. That's right. The the sixth the, one is the where they have is where the... they have the chase on the longest fucking runway of that's all right. time ever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like like you built a Lego runway that just goes from one end of your house to the other because it just there's an <laughs> infinite amount of loop for them to go ahead and get their shit done, but. <laughs> but it that's essentially where it becomes pro wrestling because they have mm. they have Owen yeah. Shaw and they have like the the head the big henchmen they all try like their turn at fighting the big guy Brian gets his ass whooped Vin gets his ass whooped and the rock it's like a fucking tag team match with the rock and Vin Diesel <laughs> and that's also this film kind of started a trend in the franchise where the bad guy from the last movie becomes like a part of the family, mm. a part of the crew. Yeah. And the rock is, ends up working with the family. That's so anime. <laughs> it, actually. Yeah. That is very anime. Like, like, Oh, I didn't know that our differences could be advantages. Yay team. Like, yeah, <laughs> and now, you know, and now you're invited to the cookout. Half the battle. Oh yeah. You, you know what? They should just cross. They should just cross this over with snake eyes at this point. Like, why the fuck not? Like, why not? Honestly, I wouldn't even bat a fucking eye. <laughs> right at this you, point, like, you could tell. Honestly, cares? you could tell me they're in the same universe. I'll, I'll buy it. I no, actually, I'd, I'd actually be, I, I'd actually be more surprised. That, um, wait, what, where am I going with? Joke foul. So, <laughs> so it's really funny. The the writer of of uh, several of these, actually Chris Morgan, he has a really mm. weird filmography. So he did. Mm. Uh, so he did Wanted, right? Which, uh, which I like Wanted. Mm. The comics better, by the way. But um, so he did mm. Wanted. He did. Uh, he did. He was a producer on that Disney movie, The Color of Friendship, which is actually a really good movie. <laughs> if anyone has ever seen that, but then he does. Some random shit like cellular and like forty seven Ronin, and you're just like, oh, like you shouldn't be doing these. But he wrote Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, 
Fury 7 and Fate of the Furies. So it's yeah. like, oh, like he's done most of the back half of these. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, credit to you, but... Um, yeah, he, he's the guy that's pretty much responsible for the franchise as we know it today. Yeah, so so good or bad, you have him to thank. <laughs> I'm thankful but, for him. <laughs> right, same. I'm but, absolutely thankful for him. So I will say for me, um, since we've talked about it, uh, Fury 7, man, that might be my favorite one outside of Fast Five because... Fury 7 is where we get, uh, where basically Jason Statham puts aside his pride and goes, all right, I like money. I should stop doing shitty mechanic movies or, you know, like, uh, or, or whatever else I'm doing, like before the make, which is awesome. But but he he joins the franchise as uh, Deckard Shaw, right? Uh, I think it's a character name. And yep, as uh, Owen Shaw's big bad brother. And Deckard <laughs> Shaw S-A-S, is wonderful. Road. Deckard Shaw oh, is yes. great. Yeah. He it's is incredible. wonderful. His his intro his opening scene introduction is one of the greatest opening scenes in an action film to this day. I'll because you, you just see him like visiting his like now crippled brother in the hospital, <laughs> and then he yeah. like goes to leave, and you see the carnage that he has left in his wake. It's just bodies lying everywhere, like the hospital's torn up. He like pulls a grenade pin and gives it to a guy and just pushes him back, and you see the explosion. And I'd say outside of like songs from Tokyo Drift, I'd say this has probably my favorite soundtrack out of out of the out of the franchise. Doesn't this have "We Own It"? Is that on here? That was that was six. Damn it! Ah, um, this, this oh, seventh one that has "See You, See You Again." Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that that song slaps. Then it has "See You song. Again." That song slaps, but I cannot fucking go to the gym to see you again. <laughs> I mean, start I mean, crying. pretty sure if I start like, I'm pretty sure if I start deadlifting to that song, I'll just end up crying. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, bit of an, bit of an ironic title too, but you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what else? In heaven. In heaven. In heaven. They'll see each other again um, in heaven. Oh, and uh, while we're talking about, (laughs) oh, while we're talking about like the franchise switching genres, Mm. this is kind of like the Looney Tunes one because (laughs) the crew is fucking the Roadrunner and Jason Statham is Wiley Coyote. Yeah, the man shows up everywhere. Yeah, he's he's like clinical depression. He's everywhere. And for that reason, he's my personal favorite villain out in these movies. Because no other villain, unfortunately at least, no other villain really shows up as much as he does and gets as much development mm. as he does. So this is this is what I call the Terminator 2 Judgment Day of the mm. Fast and Furious movie. Because, because, oh. re- because really, uh, Deckard, he's the T-1000 essentially. Like He's yeah. just this force that feels like he's constantly one step ahead of them and this is really a, a giant chase film that's essentially mm-hmm. what this is they mm-hmm. have to get god's eye and you know he's basically chasing them to get it while they're kind of sort of trying to chase him um they introduce kurt russell as mr nobody in this and i love seeing who, him in this i would yes who 
Kurt Russell is a welcome addition to any franchise and mm-hmm. only makes every single movie he is in better. True. Um, yeah. And he, also he... the most on the nose product placement of this franchise to date. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Oh yeah. Because when he goes like, <laughs> oh, like what kind of you? Man pulls a fucking bucket of Corona out of his ass. Yeah, it was for... so. <laughs> Uh, so he, so Dom even, uh, or uh, Mr. Nobody even asked Dom, like, oh, you want a beer? He's like, it better be a Corona. I'm like, God damn, no shame <laughs> it's, at it's all. Not, it's not a Fast and Furious movie without Corona. It's not. <laughs> you know what's weird is I had a Corona a week ago and I didn't even think about it. I'm like, why am I buying? Fuck, I've been watching Fast and Furious for the last two weeks and like <laughs> subliminal messaging. I never drink Corona. I went, God damn it, Vin Diesel. <laughs> it works. It works. It works. <laughs> it it, it yeah, really like, does. Like, but yeah, I've been pissed off because I haven't been able to like get Corona because of the movie because Tokyo has been in a state of emergency, so restaurants aren't allowed to sell alcohol. And the Oof. one taco place I know that has it hasn't been able to sell it to me. That sucks. Well, thank God those Olympics are still happening. You know? I know. Yeah. <laughs> you got but, a date of when it will open up, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but about this, but as far as this film was concerned, uh, first off, they bring in uh they bring on Jimon uh Jimon Hansu or uh mm. Dijon Mustard as I call him. Um he, he's mm. great. He's He's great in this. Or the loudest motherfucker it. on earth, on Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah, but he's <laughs> he's great in this uh, for the bit that we that that we get him. Um, we we get Han, man, and Han is just one of those characters that when I see him, I get excited. I'm like, oh yeah, you're here. Mm. So seeing him work with the crew um, is actually really cool. And then of course. Luke Hobbs has one of my favorite action moments in the last 15 years when, because he gets oh. taken out pretty early on in the film in a oh, kind of shocking yeah, way. Like, yeah, and gets taken out in a move that, wait, you kind of have physics still? Yeah, like there's kind of consequences. Like a broken arm. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, like a consequences to action here. What? But it leads to the most like TNT guys for movies who like movies big dick swinging moment where he looks at his daughter and goes, "Daddy's got to go to work," and literally flexes so the cast breaks off his arm. And when I saw this in theaters. <laughs> I was mid sip of my margarita and I started, I stood up in the theater and went, let's fucking go. And people behind me were like, why is this black guy yelling? It's not a Medea movie. But I was like, <laughs> and I was so goddamn happy watching that part. I went, yep, this movie's great. And at least to him with a fucking Gatling gun and went, yep, this movie's perfect. Don't give a shit what he wants. Yes. See, you gotta is, see, yep, you gotta watch these movies the in a black movie theater. In the whole Cause in the black, like the theater I went to, we were cheering. We were just like, "Yo!" Everybody stood up. Watch- we we're just like, "Yo!" This is the moment here. <laughs> you gotta watch this movie. This with, is- you gotta watch this these movies with barbecue and a bucket of Corona. but that was like that was like that was like their thor coming in infinity war moment. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> 
this is like the portal it's like the portal scene in endgame yeah or like dude bros yeah 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 like, Honestly, yeah. like oh i got oh man i gotta calm down and knock over my pbr like yeah you gotta, <laughs> <laughs> like it it's it's ridiculous also i appreciate the fact they bring in um uh Oh, uh, Natalie Emanuel, who's another mm. hacker, mm. and I appreciate that oh, both Tyree, that Roman and Te- and uh, Tej both shoot their shot, and she's like, "Nah, I'm good." Like, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in in one of these movies, it would be very odd. It would be very easy to have one of the guys just get her by default, and she mm-hmm. just goes, "No, like." You saved my life. That's cool. But okay, actually, that I brought her up, I just remembered that there's a point where Dom just drives his car off the edge of this cliff. Like just no. goes over like a motorcycle. How fine. The first Not of many. Scratch, nothing's Not broken. The first of many cliffs, might I add. <laughs> It's like the fucking it's like the fucking scene in Lone Survivor where they jump off the cliff. Mm. Now, mind you, <laughs> Except right? There are no consequences. So Fast Seven was the one that brought me back into the series. Mm. And I hadn't watched really? it okay. since I had I hadn't watched the series since like uh I saw I saw like little bits of, of uh four, but um drift was probably the last one i saw before i saw this okay and when i saw vin diesel drive off the cliff i i was just like yo all right i'm here now like i'm watching the rest of these movies in theaters because <laughs> 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 like this this is this is where we get to the actual superhero stuff like they're there are almost no consequences when it comes to vin diesel especially he can just do whatever he wants to and any given whim and it's just fine. Like, we're just going to make it through. It's going to be the most epic stunt you'll ever see in your life. Driving through Ding. buildings. <laughs> and that's not, even, that's not even the fucking least of it. Yeah. They, like, drive a car through three skyscrapers. Yeah. Cars don't fly. Cars don't fly. No, so that cars line... I was sitting there going, no shit, cars don't fly. You shouldn't be doing this. But Dom jumps out just in time to jump out of the car. But they don't show this car kill the five dog walkers that are like, oh, man, what a great. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just impales them. Man, what a beautiful sunset in Abu Dhabi. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Right. Like, I mean. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's so so there's that whole sequence and then there's I think maybe the best action bit actually in the film outside of the end where Brian gets into this fight with uh this uh this one villain and the villain oh, walks him You mean like in that Tony uh, goddamn jaw. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. But he he locks him in. And so Brian has to go ahead and go the long way around and jump off this like caravan that's moving towards this cliff. And I saw this in IMAX, and I'll be real that that whole sequence of the edge, like it teetering on the edge, I was getting genuine vertigo watching that. I went, dude, you, I'm like, your white ass better run. And so when he runs and jumps and grabs the back of Letty's car, I just <laughs> went, this is fucking nuts, but 
fine. Like, and I think that's 30 minutes in. Honestly, the, honestly, the most ridiculous part about this, Paul Walker could take Tony Jaa on a fight. That's the most ridiculous part of this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but It's not flexing out of a cast. It's not, like, driving off of, like, three cliffs and surviving without a scratch. It's that. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, it, you know, it, it, that Michelle Rodriguez could whoop Ronda Rousey's ass. Because <laughs> don't forget. I mean, I mean, I mean, if, I mean, if Michelle's got hands, we... Oh, true. You got a point there. She does hands, have a weakness yeah. for hands. <laughs> but <laughs> but this was her at her prime, if I'm not mistaken, when we when we all ate oh, the uh, yes, Kool-Aid. This, when we yeah, all this, drinking yeah, the Kool-Aid. Yeah, this was pre-Holly Holm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah this say, was, was like... pre-Holly Holm. This was like Ronda on the cover of Ring Magazine. Yeah. Like saying is boxing next i'll say i know oh, rousey man. rousey took a punch here i was like oh this is before wwe I'm like <laughs> 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 like go go figure but and i will say i i imagine imagine, imagine fucking holly home credited furious seven for like the game plan of how to beat rousey <laughs> <laughs> But I did appreciate that Ronda actually put. I did appreciate that Ronda put the arm bar on. That was something mm. like, you know what? That, that's that's like that was kind of like how kind of like how in the rundown Rock actually hits the rock bottom. You go like, okay, that's pretty like. And actually, yeah, I think he hits it here actually, or mm-hmm. he hit it in a yeah. So you kind of go like, okay, like they are still you know acknowledging where they come where they came from. Yeah. But the, the mm. best action bit for me in this movie. We get Dom versus fucking uh, Deckard, and they, they're fighting. Each other. Oh, they both like, have like dual fucking yeah. wrenches. Yeah, like it's a sword it, fight. Yeah, it turns into it turns into a fucking joust. I went, oh, I didn't know. Like, the <laughs> fucking turns into into fucking role models. I was like, okay, it, it becomes the end. It becomes the end of Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah it's like, fucking revenge of the sith that's what it is it, it's they, but at, they, i saw an edit of it with like lightsabers and nothing <laughs> changed about that fight scene okay i i need to see this but i love that though <laughs> and it leads to one of the most cheesy but wonderful lines in the whole series when dom mm. looks at him goes you know what they say about yeah, street fight, fight. The streets always win, and he goes ahead and does. Dude, you got like, no, 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 no. You got to. It is street fight. The street always win. <laughs> and, and does the juggernaut? There's gonna stomp. come a point where. It's <laughs> 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 fucking stop. <laughs> and the whole overpass just collapses. And buries Deckard under all this rubble, which should leave him in worse shape than his brother. But nope, he's fine. <laughs> Is Absolutely fine by fine. the next movie. Yep, yep, totally fine. He should look like Crossbones, but no, totally fine. <laughs> Everything's good. It's all but, good. Honestly, I, even Crossbones didn't look that bad. That that's true. But it's 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 great. I mean, oh my also, god. I it's mean, beautiful. that was also Frank Grillo. And how much can he fuck up Frank Grillo? I mean, true, but it's it's one it's wonderful though, and even the whole uh, the way that they're going ahead and moving uh, Megan from car to car, I actually thought that was actually really mm. cleverly done as far as how they kind of like rewound stuff. You're like, wait, how did they do that? And you go, yeah, it, it's mm. like a it's the third act of this movie. It's like a giant game of keep away. 
and it's fucking yeah. awesome. It really is. Like, it's okay. again paying tribute to like where the franchise came from, even down to Brian like using the fucking same car he had in the fourth movie. Mm. Yeah. Which and the ending of this, I would be lying if I said I didn't cry again. I mean, God, like just for watching this last week, yeah, I was like son of a bitch. Yeah, like, especially especially seeing it. Um, I remember seeing this in theaters. I think this was the last movie I saw in the theater before uh, I went to boot camp, and that and okay. yeah, that um, that ending. This fucking franchise should not have an ending that emotional. Nope, I agree. But it still <laughs> goddamn works. Yeah, it, and it it does, yeah. and and then it goes full Looney Tunes in the next one, which. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I I think a lot of it is because because the seventh film is is James Wan, mm. and yes. with that these these are the kind of movies that Wan's always wanted to make. He's got his like mo- his claim to fame is mostly horror, but really deep down he wants to be the big action blockbuster director. And I think for the most part he's been fairly successful at it. I love. Yes. Furious 7, and I'm kind of so-so on Aquaman. I've revisited it, and it's pretty solid. Mm. And Fate of the Furious, mm. the changes to F. Gary Gray, who I think he understands it visually, but there is something missing with personality that he mm. just doesn't get. With so, it's, so it's funny you say that, because I actually... Okay, how do I put this? I gave so it's funny. I went back and I listened to my review uh, that I did on uh, on my pod uh, for it, and I gave it a B originally. And it's, mm. I, I'm kind of right there with it. Like I don't eat it. I think it's a good Fast and Furious film, but there is just shit. There is a point where Dom. So first off, when Dom screws over the team, it's a real dick move in the way he does it. Like, mm-hmm. like he he runs Hobbs off the <laughs> side of the road and gets his ass arrested. I went, wow, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> like that was fucking dick. Like, like he could have arrested. No, but you it's a, but it's but it's Vin Diesel, so he can never be wrong. No, yeah, Vin, yeah. Vin wanted to do that though. <laughs> Because he hates the rock. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they weren't. I'm pretty sure they weren't even acting. I'm pre- yeah, I think yeah, that was the like, whole point of fate was just just Vin to get out his aggression towards the rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take take two. Oh shit. Uh, roll, roll. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> it's like hilarious. Cut. It's like hilarious. Cut. When I rewatched, uh, <laughs> it's like hilarious. I rewatched Furious Seven before rewatching Fate. Mm. And just that scene of the two of them in the hospital, and you can clearly see that they are obviously not even in the same room together. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it just goes to a whole nother level here in mm. Fate of the Furious. Yeah, it's so the thing that really carries this for me, and I know like we've talked about the the Shaw brothers and everything. I think Charlie Theron is the best villain the series has had, mm. and. Now, first off, she's too good for these movies. Let's just get that out of the way. She's way too good 100%. for these movies. Yeah. But goddamn, the the malice. Oh, shit. The a check is a check, and she is having fun chewing up the goddamn scenery. Oh, yeah. But is, of course she's amazing at it because she's Charlize fucking Theron. Exactly. And, and, 
And honestly, the whole kind of sequence, the whole kind of monologue she has about consequences consequences when she shoots uh, Elena, I went, God damn, that's really fucking cold. Like, mm-hmm. she's technically was like, damn, That was kind of fucking metal. I did mm-hmm. not expect that for a, a Fast and the Furious movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was actually pleasant. Because cause you don't expect consequences for, like, anything in these movies anymore because it's like so conditioned from uh uh, the previous two but also to shoot the to shoot your baby mama in front of your child is real like there's a whole other level of wow that's fucking cold to that shit that i went like okay girl like like this is pretty like it's a it's a okay Mature is a bit too strong, but the bit it's it's darker than I remembered it being. I went mm-hmm. okay. There's actually some some meat uh, on, on this, so I mm-hmm. you know so I think one reason why people are kind of I don't want to say like shitting on it, but one reason why people may not look back on it so fondly is that Furious Seven is more of a fun film. Mm-hmm. This is kind of back to similar to the first film where it is taking itself a little bit more seriously as far as the plot's concerned because Dom is yes. Dom Dom is screaming Seven, over I think is... good and it's all okay in the end where it, any other situation like look man I get you did what you had to do but you didn't have to be such a fucking asshole about it yeah there there is like he fucks everyone's car up there's this one sequence that I actually really like where um, they all have these kind of like almost these uh, these harpoons where they're like attached to Dom's car, and you're kind of and I'm sitting there watching, it going, "Okay, he's kind of fucked actually." <laughs> and the way he gets out of it fucks all their cars up. And even Letty's kind of looking at him like, "Dude, what the fuck?" And Letty, to her, I'm gonna say credit, but I put a question mark next to that because there is a point where I just go, "Girl." He he might just be gone. He might need to accept that because because he just he's fucking them over yeah. in just the most dickish ways. And she's like, "That's still that that's not Dom." And I went, "No, it is Dom. DNA would show it's Dom. We need to take that sucker down." Yeah, it's a fucking like, a, it's like, it's like a fucking abusive relationship. It's like, girl, get away from. Just just shoot him. <laughs> just get it over with <laughs> <laughs> true it, but I, I i do appreciate that near the end where mm. you know hobbs looks her right in the face and goes look if i have to take his ass down i'm not gonna hesitate and like he mm. looks her right in the eye and tells her that shit she goes well if i have to take you down i went that's cute <laughs> like 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 your boyfriend couldn't do it you are right. hus- husband sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, girl, your man couldn't take down the rock. He had to like use be a punk and use a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck are and, you gonna do? And let's be honest, like, Michelle, I like, like 150 you, pounds lighter than goddamn the rock. Yeah, like Michelle, like Michelle, that fight'll look like the goddamn Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but the thing I think that's I would me the most breakfast. <laughs> I think the thing that surprises me the most about this movie, though, is how much, to this point, this is the most I've liked Tyrese outside of Too mm. Fast, Too mm. Furious, because he does add some weight to this. He kind of is almost like the, 
Agent Coulson in this movie because he is the avatar for the audience in the mm-hmm. sense that when shit starts to get insane, yeah, much, he... yeah, much, yeah, much more of the Coulson type. The other one to try and replace Paul Walker, Scott Eastwood. Mm. Which yeah, which yeah, that's an yeah. automatic L in the column for me. And so the way I feel about Bow Wow in uh in Tokyo Drift is how I feel about Scott Eastwood in this. Like he is just he he's that he's that chess kid uh chess club kid trying to go ahead and play basketball. He's never played basketball before. Like he's still out of his element when he's talking about cars and everything. I'm just like, dude, sit down and let the actual people who drive Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, like Get the fuck out of here. And even the fucking writing spectrum, they fucking call him That's literally Wait, what say? he's credited in the fucking credits. His so character's name is Little Nobody. They don't respect him. We don't fucking respect him. Yeah. It's he's, he's, he's just been... there to be shit on by us. Yeah. He's he's basically and everybody the... in the cast and crew. He, he's basically a stepdad. Like everybody is just like, we don't respect you. <laughs> like, why are you here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like our, home's not, our home's not broken. Go away. <laughs> like, like it's. I had more. I had more respect for Will Ferrell in Daddy's Home than I did oh, for Scotty. Shit. <laughs> I, I, uh, I really hate both Daddy's Homes. So I'll give it to Scott Eastwood by like, uh, like I'll say a quarter of a mile. Mm. But uh, <laughs> you're welcome. But but Roman is Roman is constantly giving little nobody shit, and that was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Went, yep, he's just constantly shitting on Scott Eastwood, and that makes me incredibly happy. Even when he has the cool moment of there are no rules, and, like cracks, like all the keys for them to take whatever car they want. I went. Yeah, this felt like this was done in post somehow <laughs> to go ahead and make it seem like it was hard. Yeah, the complaint in the it felt uh, like they really movies. wanted Kurt Russell. It felt like they really wanted Kurt Russell to be in those scenes with them. Mm. Yeah, but, but they had to. Old. They had to call the stepdad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, uh, they, uh, but what is like the redheaded stepchild of this franchise? Uh, he 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 really is and. Can we say though, man? They could, have, uh, they could have had a literal block of wood and stand in for Scott Eastwood, and it wouldn't make the movie a thousand better. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're you're not wrong. Just but... plank from Ed and Nettie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's, that's fucked up. Sorry, but my 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 uh, hatred of Scott Eastwood, notwithstanding. I remember before I revisited this eighth one, I remember this being my least favorite of the Fast and Furious movies. A lot of it was because of, um, I just felt like there was like a lot of heart was missing from it that was in a lot, that was in a lot of the latter sequels, Mm -hmm. which I felt wasn't here. I felt F. Gary Gray, he was kind of a guy who was taking it too seriously where like, five all the way through seven they're kind of they're like tongue-in-cheek to a certain extent mm-hmm. all the characters are playing it straight but all the actors and the characters are playing it straight but the stunts are straight up looney tunes mm-hmm. and here it felt like 
he wanted us to take everything seriously, which, I mean, come on. So, come on. So, come I on. would say, I would say, I'd be in your camp if they didn't do, if Dom's reason for turning on the team wasn't what it was, I'd, I'd be mm. more there with you. Yeah. But that's really the linchpin that keeps me from, from kind of being mm. there with you. Because <laughs> when you find out why, you kind of go, Okay, fair enough. Like mm-hmm. this, eh, all right. You're kind of in a yeah, he, really he shitty spot. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, knocked up Elena, which, which to be fair, it is Elsa Pataki who is fine as right. hell. I, 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 ne- I never, I never cover my gas tank. I always let my nozzle fly. <laughs> <for me. laughs> but she was, but she was the one. She was the one that finally broke him after all these years of all these women. Throwing themselves at him. <laughs> so, uh, so she yeah, doesn't though. Yalgadot couldn't do it, so Elsa Pataki could. Yeah. Well, it's funny to walk, so Elsa Pataki could run. <laughs> so, so, to be fair, like she kind of breaks him more because of circumstance. Because mm. the moment Letty's Letty's back in the picture, Dom's kind of like, "What do I do?" And it's like, "Oh, we could have and." and- yeah, she's the most understanding character of all time. Yeah, yeah. Easily. So <laughs> that is my biggest issue with the eighth film is that they just Dom just basically goes, "Oh yeah, baby, we have a kid now," and I'm like, "Um, the fuck? Like, what oh. woman would just like what woman would just go? Oh yeah, a kid with someone else? Fine. Now to immediately counter myself, she does shoot Dom, and I'd be like, "Well, you shot me, like." A year ago, so can we? I shot you. Shot me. I shot her. So can we just call it even? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Aren't you happy you had me on? (laughs) Yeah, it's like yeah. You shot. Yeah, you shot me a year ago. So uh, yeah. even Stevens. Even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's, let's call a kid a kid, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but but, but yeah, that was just, that's just kind of thrown in there. It's like, oh yeah, we have a kid, and the lady just goes, All right, cool, let's call him Brian. I wait, um, wait the fuck. Which, yeah, that's kind of like where my criticism of the it felt like they're really just just grave digging the fuck out of Paul Walker. It was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, just let the man rest in peace. Great great choice of words. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> Alright. Are you saying it was a grave mistake? Is that what you're... <laughs> that what you're... <laughs> <laughs> but it, does, it feels it feels like it does feel it feels very exploitive to just go, yeah. oh, his it name feels, is Brian. It it's like, like an, it's, uh, it feels exploitative, and nothing in the fucking movie would be leading to that unless you were going to say that, yeah, Brian died of cancer, and that was like your way of in, in world is like, yeah, Brian's dead. Yeah. And like have an actual yeah. way of addressing the, the death of Paul Walker in movie. But and, it, here it just feels forced because they name drop him constantly and say, yeah. nah, we can't call him. Why? Uh, never mind that. Yeah. Look, look over there, Carl. Like, yeah, it, it, you're, you're, they, you're not wrong. And 
they gotta Go address ahead. that in some movie because even in nine without spoiling too much they 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 say brian's name a little bit too much for me <laughs> okay, <laughs> and they're yeah. just like and um, they even like yeah. they even like reference that he might still be alive and running around and i'm just like mm, but you gotta find yeah, a smarter way to handle that <laughs> you gotta epic score playing every time they like name drop him yeah yeah oh that's okay that's a little, uh all right like, well, like yeah you remember that character that paul walker but, played yeah speaking of <laughs> yeah but yeah moving on speaking of uh villains joining from previous movies joining mm. the crew we get uh deckard shaw the man who <laughs> murdered han joining yeah. the goddamn team which and the way for some reason everyone is cool with it. So it like, that is my yeah, biggest. You murdered complaint. one of our friends, but we cool. That's my I, biggest complaint about the eighth film is that there is not more tension between the whole team mm-hmm. about that. I, I told you guys this is an anime, okay? We've reached the point of no return. This is just a shonen. Like they're like the whole team is just Naruto, just accepting Sasuke back after yeah, murdering but, half the village. Even at the, <laughs> even, at, even at the point where where Deckard Shaw has like a fake out death. Yeah, it's like meant to be an emotional scene, and Rock is getting pissed at it. Mm. But it's like, motherfucker, you were like chasing this dude around, but you spent like like a 10 minute conversation just staring each other down across prison cells gazing longingly at each other <laughs> so i love that because he goes i will beat your ass like a cherokee drum i goddamn prison bench that he ripped out of the wall like the man <laughs> the rock is like oh my god like the only I was looking for a urinal because this is the biggest pissing contest maybe in the whole series <laughs> because their dicks are just out. They, just they, like they stop, they stop short of just whipping out cock and yep. breaking out a fucking ruler. <laughs> I, so would you say that Dwayne Johnson was rock hard? Ah, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I need a, I need a piss, and I need a drink. Uh, you guys, get the car second. Oh <laughs> but, but that sequence though, that whole, uh, that whole prison escape sequence is actually really well done. I went okay, mm-hmm. like, like, like there was some creativity put into that, and it really is just a big showcase to show, hey, the Rock is really strong. Let <laughs> watch him basically be Samoan juggernaut, and then oh, look at Decker Shaw. Look at him use his his savvy and like the thing that they that I really love about Statham pretty much in every action film he's in his hand to hand is fucking impeccable and and there's this point where he just grabs this guy's uh this guy and basically throws him to another guy and they both go flying oh yeah (laughs) okay physics (laughs) physics be damned but that's amazing yeah but then the rock headbutts a police officer wearing the helmet and his head's so big, but he's Samoan, so I actually buy that. I went, you know what? All right, fair play. I won't even question that. Hey man, that they, that's why they call him the rock. That head is that head exactly. is pure stone. Right? <laughs> just, just rock of stone. But I yeah. but goddamn though, like that whole escape, a uh, prison escape sequence 
is really fucking well done. I remember going, mm-hmm. God damn, there, there is some creativity here. And while I know a lot of people shit uh, shit on the whole uh, on the whole uh, sub sequence, the whole mm-hmm. bit where Tyree uh, Roman is uh, riding the car door, that's a genuinely intense scene. It actually puts some weight to it and mm. i love that roman gets that moment where he just guns those like those five guys down after being stressed out for 10 still, minutes i went <laughs> yeah still wondering when the fuck did like tyrese become john wick <laughs> i mean they it, weren't like, far like, away from them. all of them oh i mean they, they weren't far no, he, shoot, he went like boom 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 like i mean yeah that, that as close as they were he should be able to shoot them <laughs> Plus, he's black. He should be able to shoot somebody. Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. It's in the jeans. I mean, he didn't, yeah, he didn't, put, he didn't put the... Now, if he put the gun sideways, I'd be right there with you. But... He shot the right. but okay, I, but, yeah, I agree with you. The, the prison break scene is fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's that's my sure. favorite moment of, like, I'm a wing for this. Keep waiting. Bitch, <laughs> and it's just amazing that uh, that the rock is not a mere mortal. It's like rubber bullets just bounce off of him. Right. Which, to be fair, he which to be fair, he just got done like working out with a goddamn prison bench, so he's got yeah. a good pump going on. Yeah, he had yeah. the he had the stats. He had the stat boost. Generally, exactly. Yeah. But he had a pump on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, but I love. The, the the action beat for me that I just roll my eyes by laugh is when is Vin, it is it baby foo yeah when he when Vin <laughs> hops his jumps his car and like swings it so that the missile hits the submarine <laughs> hits his car I went I remember going that was the right, moment he, where that was af- I saw that movie in theaters after I, like uh a little operation on my foot so I may or may not have been when I saw it so I just remember like cackling laughing like the goddamn <laughs> joker when that happened <laughs> and that, for me for me that's what sa- like moments like that save fate to me cause like even when it does mm. like the tone yes the tone shift is a little bit darker but it still gets goofy. Mm. <laughs> like it still knows what it is when it comes to the action scenes and stuff. <laughs> it, it does, and but even the Wachowskis directing Speed Race would go. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> like even they would go. Like we I mean, have cars I mean, all over. Let's, let's be fair. The Wachowskis had kind of had kind of been like up their own ass for years after I mean, the first Matrix. I mean that's that's totally that's that's totally fair. I mean they did do they did do Cloud Atlas. So I mean fair play. But they did do sensei. Jupiter Ascending. I oh fuck that yeah that's right they did do Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> I I love. I love uh, I love my uh, my brother C Tates, but even I can't defend you for sending. But I, I love charming potato. I love charming potato, but <laughs> yeah, bad. yeah, it's it's a bad I movie. Can't but, that movie. But yeah. but fate though, fate aged better than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. But I will be the first to admit there are definitely moments where I looked at my partner, and I went. Okay, movie. I'm like, I can, I can accept, I can accept a bunch of black people owning metal and weaving everything into it, but even my believability only goes so far. Oh 
<laughs> should we should we get into the ninth one because they threw believability out the window? I mean, okay, dance around it. it. We I haven't like seen it. Briefly. No, if we're we dancing around it. Okay. But just if just have just have briefly about Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I didn't oh, I didn't watch. Oh that. yeah, you gotta include Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. I gotta Hobbs watch Hobbs and Shaw, aka the great, the, aka the best live action GI Joe movie so far. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> So, so sorry, real it's like, quick. Uh, it's like, it took, for that, it took the best parts of Fate of the Furious, which for me, it was the chemistry with uh, The Rock and Jason Statham, which a little bit, because I know the context of that scene is like, okay, yeah, J- Deckard Shaw murdered one of the best characters in the franchise, but yeah. if I just took the scenes with The Rock and Statham by themselves they still fucking work. They have great chemistry with each other. They do. And the, in Hobbs and Shaw, it takes that and it adds another wrinkle in Vanessa Kirby, who I love, gave love one her. of my favorite performances last year in Peace of a Woman. And very underrated film. holding her own right alongside the She's rock. a bad bitch. She, like, she's Kirby amazing. Right? You could argue she's the best female character they've made. Like in the franchise, you could legitimately make that one hundred percent. Because and she... I really want to, and because and because death means nothing in this franchise, we could just do like Han and Giselle with like uh Hattie Shaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just they... put that like the that we must hear story. They, Honestly, they could totally and do I that. think a lot what separates Hobbs and Shaw is what separates Hobbs and Shaw is the action sequence because this is directed by David Leet from mm. uh, John Wick. Yes, who sir. Is one half of the duo from there. Yep. And you get a lot of like kind of similar choreography and a lot of that same energy with the fight scene that is in those films. And it fucking works. Now, it does get ridiculous when you get The Rock. Like, Pulling down a helicopter with a chain. What do you it's, mean? He can so do that. Which is the most he ridiculous can do that. in the whole movie. So, as I said in my review for I that, know The like, Rock can do that. I don't know if Luke Hobbs can do that. So, it's... <laughs> as, I, as I said in my review, it's like that inspirational moment from Civil War if it was written by an asshole. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because when he does it, I just went, dude, like, so... Quick story. So, so my uh, my best friend and I, uh, uh, two of my best friends and I, who started my podcast, um, one of uh, one of them, my friend Colin, his brother in law, or one of his brothers in laws, went and saw Hobbs and Shaw with us. So we went inside an IMAX, made a whole thing of it, smoked a joint in the parking lot beforehand, mm. and so we're I'm sitting in the middle of the two of them, and Chris, his brother in law, whispers over to me. He's like, because he'd never seen one. He went. This is fucking nuts. Are they all like this? And I'm like, after the fifth one, basically, and he's like, holy shit, this is incredible. Because yeah. like, when, when Hobbs is falling out of a building and he's punching Idris Elba, I went, yeah, this is perfect. Don't care. Not questioning anything. And and um, Idris Elba's fucking superbike. Kind of there is kind of a wrinkle added because this is the one that introduces superhumans because mm. idris elba is as he puts it a black superman <laughs> which i love that so line. with him it makes sense why he 
Idris Elba wouldn't get hurt by stuff like that. But what is The Rock in Jason Statham's excuse? <laughs> I don't care. I don't like. I know. I, that is a criticism. They just built different. Watching the man. movie, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> look, and, and the thing is, look, I get I it. Don't I don't fucking care. Like, I get it, cause I like even though I was explaining to my friend, I'm like, look, should they explain this? Absolutely, I am by no means saying what that you cannot. Do? But exactly, it's, it's like, it's like, should they explain it? Probably. Do I care if they do? Not one fucking bit. <laughs> yeah. Plus, we get Let's Cliff Curtis going. I we want got- this franchise to go on forever. <laughs> and they've already greenlit a Hobson Shaw 2, so we're getting more, thankfully. But <laughs> but there's dumb shit in here yeah! like, like the the like the last battle takes place in Samoa and it goes from nighttime to daytime in like ten minutes. I went, how long has this I mean, fight been to, going to on? They do set up that they do set up that there's like a storm coming. But, but from day like, uh, from nighttime to daytime, come on, dude. in a line in a line that is cle- in a line that is clearly eighty yard. Oh oh yeah, but but it really does legit go from nighttime to like morning within ten minutes. I went oh so all right, we're just gonna fine, but but then I mean, it also it also gives uh also gives uh one of my favorite character actors. Cliff Curtis some work. Love him. Yeah. And he somehow I, I was able to reverse engineer this like insanely modern piece of technology with like br- blueprints and his AirPods in. Which yeah. Fuck it. I don't care. Let's go. Which by the and way, also I are... felt like uh and with with uh, Hobbs and Shaw, you could tell it was definitely a more personal project for the rock. Yes. Because mm. it was able to showcase the Samoan culture. It was like mm. they're before that big fight on the island at the start of the third act, they do the haka. Which, which I, to this day, that shit is fucking intimidating. Which I love that they call that back because they do a haka in Furious 7? Uh, or or, or, or eight. Fate of the Furious. It's like yeah. it's set but, up, in, but it's like a kid's soccer match. But <laughs> it was, was amazing. But it, but it shows, but it's like in, um, it's kind of similar to something like Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they mm-hmm. pull elements from Anthony Mackie as himself mm-hmm. into the character of Sam Wilson. They do a lot of that for Hobbs because something I appreciate is that Hobbs is already a better father than uh, Letty or Dom. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> because, because he's actually has kids soccer games. He checks, in, he checks in with his kid. Yeah, no matter the time difference, he makes sure to call. He takes he, an interest in what she does. Yep, and he doesn't and, put the kid in a box. Yeah, they have company. That, 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 yeah, that, that too. That too. And, and 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 the thing is too, like he make they make a point. To mm. say that, oh, you're gonna go stay with your aunt. She knows not to use her phone. Like they make very clear instructions to go. Mm. She's out. She's out of the game, and he's making sure that he's mm. keeping her safe. Which are Dom and Letty doing that? Not at all. So that's a whole other thing. But <laughs> I love I mean, that they probably sh- could. They probably would show that. But the guy that they supposedly left their child with 
the actor is dead. So they can't yeah, really yeah. show that scene. Yeah. yeah. But I I love I love that they show that. And I love the way that they show uh like how different, you know, their uh their lives are at the beginning. Like Hobbs is in the mm-hmm. gym like real early, Shaw's mm-hmm. reading a paper, drinking a pint, you know. Like I, I like the contrast of their of their drinking, styles. Having a pine it, dressed in the nines in a fucking like dope ass suit. <laughs> right. Which I was like, I was like, okay, I I really like all of this and then we get to brixton and they 100 did not even tell them that they were filming they were just showing like the correct dwayne johnson yeah. and jason statement <laughs> but but they even incorporate the rocks actual cheat day like mm. into this for mm. a for a very funny bit yeah, of comedy because, that yeah, I, like... I, I, yeah i follow the rock on instagram he's shown like yeah it was like post filming like any movie that's his like go-to <laughs> And they also introduce elements that I did not know I fucking needed for this franchise. Like, they introduced cameos by uh, Ryan Reynolds and fucking uh, Kevin Hart. So that's the most I've liked I Kevin Hart. I did not needed them in this franchise. It's the most I've liked <laughs> Kevin Hart in anything in so long. Like, I was like, oh, wow, you're not I pissing mean, me off. Like, go figure. <laughs> I, I, I would agree with you, but I really loved fucking... Uh, I thought that was, like, him at his which, best because... Which movie? He's like a side. Um, oh, Jumanji. Um, the, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Jumanji. Yeah. The so first I like one I, that was like him in the rock. Uh, even and, the second and one. And I really liked uh, the movie he did with Brian Cranston. That was, and I oh, really liked oh, okay. okay. yeah, Brian yeah. Cranston. Give me that. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the upside. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it's like he's good in small. He is great in uh, small doses. Mm. He is very much like. But him he's a good. He's a great, <laughs> he's a good supporting. Pl- like I don't want to see a night school with Kevin Hart, but if he's a part of an ensemble, oh my god! If, if, he, if, if he he I usually see another works. fucking night school with Kevin Hart, I will literally fucking like, <laughs> and yeah. I will literally start a riot in the fucking Toho Cinema. I will become but, Godzilla. And I I really appreciate the fact that as in so there is this point where uh, ha, uh Shaw. Actually, does this really clever trick to make uh, to make uh, Brixton's uh, super bike basically crash into this fucking double decker bus, and you see how pissed off Brixton is that that one little adjustment let them get away, and you just see him go like, "Oh, now, like, oh, you want to play?" I went, "Okay, Brixton." Like, I, I appreciate like the vigor and the anger. That he's like, "Oh, you motherfucker! I'm gonna get you. It, it now." Admittedly, there is a giant flaw with this secret organization that apparently their AI can't recognize two people coming at him at once. And so it's literal family. Like, I'll take a punch for you, brother. Then you hit him. I'm just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, when I saw it in the theater, but, I was yeah, like, that's, really? That's... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but... I I feel like in spite of all the shit that Hobbs and Shaw gets in that it is just another Dwayne Johnson movie, I don't feel that way. I still I don't have either. so much fun with that movie. I own it in 4K. That movie is fucking great. <laughs> I bought it on Black Friday if last I year. And I was like, yep, I check I this out. So I if have I had all... a 4K player, I would buy it. But now, do you I think... bought... Uh, I do not, and, uh, and I'm in a country where uh, stuff is like region coded. 
Now, do you think Hobbs, now do you think Hobbs and Shaw should spawn sort of like a sideline series in terms of just like a Fast and Furious cinematic universe? So here's the thing: we're getting uh, that regardless of Hobbs yeah. and Shaw. Like they've already they've already said that the eleventh film they're shooting mm-hmm. uh, ten and eleven back to back. They're gonna do spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they so they're gonna do spinoffs. So they've already talked about like an all female uh, mm-hmm. spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're already doing Hobbs and Shaw too. Basically, they will go ahead, they'll do what they did with Bad Boys for Life in the sense that they'll set up like the younger crew at some point and people will be like, oh, who are these new kids? And they'll be like, oh, this is the new, this is the off branch of the family. Like they will keep this shit going <laughs> they, for as they, long as they can. True. I mean, they started, this, this is the most successful like cinematic universe outside of the MCU, <laughs> if you really think about that. Yeah. So it's the uh, most no, successful cinematic universe. Nine films, six billion dollars. I looked mm-hmm. it up earlier. <laughs> Twenty years, man. Is, Twenty years. Which is absurd. Well, and tec- technically, ten films now. Oh, mm-hmm. ten films. Yeah. But when you think if about you it, though, how often do we get a completely original idea that spawns a universe like this? That, that's this <laughs> successful. I mean, so okay, original original to a point, but something that's not based on source material. Something that's something that's not based okay. on source yeah. material. It's okay. a new IP. Okay. It's a new IP. Yeah. Okay. Something like, that's not based on an existing IP. Now, like, is it creatively original? It, that's up for debate. But exactly. it's and a new IP. The, especially the Rocky start. Especially considering the Rocky start that this franchise had. It was like mm. the <laughs> Rocky movie that. took the grip. That was like the, that was the supposed to be the death note of this franchise it was supposed mm-hmm. to go straight to video and that's where the franchise was headed mm-hmm. but one little side deal with the with vin diesel and all of a sudden we get this like 10 film series multiple spinoffs billions of dollars of income <laughs> a fucking like ride at universal it's <laughs> amazing especially considering that this is like one of the few franchises in where they are casting people of color consistently Mm. in major and supporting roles yeah yeah like yeah like type like roman's not the butler or anything like that Mm -hmm. like uh, like there's there's no tyler perry and they're bringing guys internationally and they're exposing them to like really mainstream audiences like i i think if if joe tatham doesn't do the six fast and furious i don't think he ends up going to stuff like warrior or even hmm. mortal Kombat. Hmm. yeah i think that i think that's a fair point i, I wish it exposed the guys more <laughs> but uh, but it's it's one Green. of those i mean i've seen i've watched warrior he's shirtless a plenty and so I will say too in Hobbs and Shaw, I I marked out when Roman like when Roman Reigns gave the guy a spear in the movie. I was like, I was like, I'm okay. I was like, cool. I don't even watch wrestling. I need and to I was watch this so movie. Hyped when that happened. Yeah, I was like, you, okay, dude. It was like, yeah, Chase. The conversations we've had about like uh, dumb action movies, like the conversation we had about stuff like Boss Level, mm. you'll fucking love Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> yeah, Which, like, speaking of that, might be, that might be our uh, next round. 
Chase uh, <laughs> uh, first time. Chase hasn't seen shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. But, so, yeah, so, Hoffman Shaw is fun. Shall we get to the main event? Shall right. we get to the, the answer, main event? The answer around so, it. We the answer will. around it. I mean, there's really yeah. not Ladies much we can spoil. I mean, it's like... Yeah. Ladies you know and what you're getting into. You know what you're getting into. Thank you for thank you for sticking around with us this long. Mm. We are finally getting to the coup de gras mm. of today's show. But first... I need another beer. Because this shit is fucking war. Day uh, drinking? Like, so it's sadly not a Corona. It's a Asahi. But it's the official beer of the Tokyo 2020. <laughs> oh, well, well, pardon us. God. <laughs> I didn't so know the stream was say, sponsored. <laughs> right, right. So I will say Fast 9, just the clips I've seen. So mm. the one thing that really jumped out that I just laughed at, I went, oh, that's bad. The CG on that fucking uh, backdrop of Tokyo looks like ass. Like, that looks bad. I was like, holy what? shit. Like, what, oh which, which one are you talking about? Uh, the backdrop. The, the, for Tokyo, yeah, where they're like, "Oh, we're in Tokyo." I'm like, "The fuck you are!" That look like, <laughs> like, like, like that's a horrible looking. Actually, like- actually, if you like go in the like back alleys of Tokyo, I've seen streets that look exactly like that. I hmm. I think I think the CGI looks like it. It screams it screams green screen to me. I think it looks really bad, especially in the trailers that I saw. I mean, I mean, I mean, Tokyo. It's notoriously if you're like a Western person, but I, but it looked good enough to me, and I live. Yeah, like, yeah, that that so take 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 that information as you will. And but, I mean, yeah, I that, think that's a good mindset for this movie. You just gotta live with the shit that they do, they do. Yeah, exactly. We're talk we about are some Looney Tunes stuff. We are not. We are nine movies into this goddamn franchise. If you're, this is. If I were to make a comparison, this is like the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows of this franchise. This is a movie made purely for fans, purely for people that have been around since the beginning and watched this goddamn paradigm shift of where mm-hmm. this franchise has gone if you're because, not already on board get the fuck out and <laughs> you're one of those critics that's turning your nose up at this like fuck off because surprisingly it ties the entire universe together i don't know how it did it <laughs> but it did even there's like callbacks um, from it, it, it's there's like callbacks it from the first movie. not work yeah there's callbacks going all the way back to the first movie. Mm. It should not work by mm. any stretch of the imagination, but it does. Yeah, and even and though I think a lot of that is owed to Ju- a lot of it is owed to Justin Lin returning mm. as as the director because mm-hmm. he's the guy that has like ushered in this this like Mission Impossible GI Joe <laughs> era franchises in. And has been around since the fucking grounded age with Tokyo Dream. Yeah, I'd say even though I think, you know, how they introduced John Cena's character, because I think that is the the sort of big sort of uh, like plot hole 
in this entire series everybody's wondering like how did dom run around with this brother that is basically him but better and nobody knew about him for 20 years for what? nine yeah, movies for, <laughs> um for what, what it is we, it's explained very well yeah i mean and it's not in my opinion so how they do it is they sort of tell the flashbacks of their sort of relationship mm-hmm. and how it went south in tandem with the uh fast and furious like the actual present day movie um mm. and you know they have they they have um i think it, somebody told me it might have been vin diesel's son playing him i don't know if that's the case but they had a guy that sort of like I mean, played like a younger I mean, vin and you had the guy sort of playing yeah the, the younger young, john the young actors they don't yeah, the young actors, they don't look like the grown-up versions of the characters, but I thought they they captured like they captured it more in the performance yeah. than, than anything. It was like I could look at the actor on screen who I'm looking up his name now. Um because uh, uh, uh young Jacob, who young John Cena played by Finn Cole and mm. uh and Vinnie Bennett. He plays young Dom Toretto. I thought they don't look like them, but they capture those the older versions of the characters. And I mean, with uh, Vinnie Bennett as young Dom, it's not hard. You just gotta like be all stoic. And I, I to... that that's what saved those flashbacks for me because like mm-hmm. Vinnie is a lot lot darker than than uh, Vin Diesel. So that threw me off mm-hmm. at first, but then I realized, you know. The the start of the start of the movie it, it begins with the flashback of you get to see how Dom's father passes. When, once I recognized mm. that, because I had just watched the first movie, I rewatched the first movie mm. before watching this. I was just like, wow, like you're bringing it, you're bringing it all together now. <laughs> um, and yeah, you're tying it all together. Yeah, and you see the the actual incident that mm. led to Dom being uh, uh, going to jail. Mm-hmm. that you only heard about in the first movie. Yeah, and I think they do a pretty solid job um, sort of paralleling and, that story between how the brothers went south and why you don't talk, why you don't see them ever again, and then also um, with their current feud today as super spies. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and, also in, <laughs> and also for... For a franchise whose like main core theme is family, mm-hmm. um, this is probably the first film since uh, since Furious Seven where I actually felt that that was a driving theme of it. Yeah, where I actually felt the driving the family <laughs> and like this is essentially just like a tale of broken home of mm-hmm. a broken family, and you hear both sides of like Cena's perspective and Vin's, and you get it. And, and man, it's, a, it's an actual emotional scene, and I'm and John Cena, he's he's fucking good. Yeah, he's he's, he's actually great at trying. some of the emotional. <laughs> well, yeah, he's not cutting a promo. That's why he's good. That's yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah. it's just it's just it's just that Vin can't act at this point in his career. <laughs> and that's the one it, it's weird. like saddest thing about this it's, film. It's sad. It's <laughs> sad to see that. That you put Vin Diesel and John Cena in a room oh my God. together, 
and John Cena looks like the better actor. Yeah, he's oh. chewing him out in every scene that they're in together. Mm. Like Vin just looks st- like but stoned think- out of his mind in every scene. <laughs> he probably was. Like, I mean, it, does he say "I am yeah, Dom" at any point? Or- <laughs> <laughs> at least ten times. <laughs> so, see, that's what he needs. You see, start saying those three words. Like, like have Dom get into a car accident. So he's brain damaged and he can only say I am dumb. <laughs> no, you just need to literally turn into Groot. It's like, I am Groot. Okay, what, like, if that's the in- that's the- what if that's the ending of the 11th film is that we find out that Dom has been in a hospital for like the last eight films and because like since the first film when he had that crash like it's all taking, it's all it's a, taking place in his brain like art like archer like, yeah like like creepy like creepy pasta like with um the creepy it's pasta like pokemon the, the theory last, like eight movies have been like the end of upgrade oh if they gosh. have the balls to do that holy crap people that would, would be pissed i would cheer i, I would, would give it a standing ovation i will I will give a standing ovation. I will like hike up to the goddamn scraper Tokyo with a megaphone and sing the praises of this goddamn franchise if that's the end of the movie. So so okay, since I'm the one who hasn't seen it, I'm just gonna ask about a okay. couple things here. Mm-hmm. So space? it looks like uh so we'll get to space. It looks like Jordana Brewster for like the first time in like three movies has a lot more to do. Is that true or this is the most that she has done in the entire franchise? Really? This is okay. the first time where Mia is an active character. Okay. Which I which even though I liked her character in the first five movies where she's the well in one and four and five. This is the first time where I felt like she actually got something to do besides being the guy in the chair. Or, has, excuse me, lady in the chair. She has some decent fight scenes where, like, she's... Mm. I mean, I don't want to say they're believable, but, like, she's using the room around her to fight, which makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So She's using the room around her, and she's brawling, which I yeah. think fits for that character. And you know it's, it's sloppy. She's not like of, winning uh, easily. Of, uh, like mm-hmm. it made sense. It, well, it's easier to use the room when you're the only one in bed at night. You know. Fuck <laughs> 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 you! You know, Hunter. This is the reason I'm drinking on this. Oh my god. Yep. Afternoon, but, listeners. This is the first time I've ever drank on the show. Which so. <laughs> Okay, so you you guys kind of brought it up earlier. Mm. You said they bring up Brian a lot, but they mm. don't really say shit. Yeah. Like, do they just keep alluding to him and then just kind of cutting it off at the past? Like, well, apparently he's still alive and just chilling, just babysitting right now. Um, okay, I I don't know why because this is literally up his alley. Uh, but, right, like, <laughs> but he's babysitting. Uh, yeah, I but, guess. but but but. John Cena's their brother, apparently. Oh yeah, true, true, so true, true, true. It's personal for me. It's not, it's not his job to get involved in family matters. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm. Right. 
Mm. Oh, do they say that? They don't necessarily say that, but like they just allude that he's he got stuck at home with the babysitting dude. I mean, they have millions of dollars. They couldn't pay someone to stay there for a couple days. Doesn't doesn't Paul Walker have a twin though? I really wish. Yeah, that's actually how they filmed. Finished Fury Seven scenes in Mm. Furious Seven because. Because he passed away, I think midway through production, but most of his dialogue scenes were done. So, mm-hmm. like for reshoots and for some of the scenes where he's not talking, they used uh, his uh, his brothers who looked just like him, and they just like touched up the face with CG. And okay. the corridor, they actually did a couple like breakdowns of the effects on that, where they like spotted the like flaws in the CG where they fixed it up, mm. but. Again, that process, if if you do it, you're going into, like, Peter Cushing in Rogue One territory, mm. where True. it's, like, yeah. creepy yeah. that you bring him yeah. back. Yeah, agreed. And, and, I mean, even at the, at the end, because, you know, they got to have the cookout with the Coronas at the end. Oh, yeah, of course. They they kind of they kind of just have his car pull up at the end, and it's just like, oh, like we have that one whoa, seat. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 yeah, well, that's not a spoiler. Damn. That's not a spoiler. You knew the cookout it, was coming. <laughs> I, I knew the cookout was coming. I didn't know that part at the end. Damn. <laughs> mm, well, God damn, my Chase. My bad. Easy. I, I didn't Easy. spoil the good stuff. I didn't spoil the good no, stuff. No, no, no. Okay, so I'm going to ask one last question about okay. this because I don't want anything else okay. spoiled. All right. When they get to when they get to the space shit, mm. were you laughing or were you yes. just like, God damn it. Okay, you were laughing. Okay, that's good. A, a bit of both. <laughs> okay, okay. The entire time, like, they're because I think you set up like the the two like comedic heartbeats of this of this film with uh, Tyrese and Luda, mm-hmm. and you see it in the trailer. They're like in the fucking Pontiac Fiero with a rocket engine, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have. I think in this latter part of the franchise, their chemistry has been like the best part of it. And yeah. Roman and Tej, they have some of my favorite dialogue scenes in this entire movie. Yeah. And you just put them in the room together and it's great. And, and you bring back uh, some of the crew from Tokyo Drift. You bring back uh, mm-hmm. uh, Lucas Black, who I think is is not in it a whole lot. He's gotten slightly better as an actor. You bring back uh, Bow Wow <laughs> and you bring back uh, my personal favorite, uh, Jason Tobin who yeah. was uh, one of the side characters in uh, Tokyo Drift and is amazing on Warrior, which, Chase, watch fucking Warrior. That show is dope. It's on my list. And their list. back and forth is fucking great. Yeah, no, he has a and, lot more to do in this film, and he has the better lines out of the three. And, <laughs> and the way they get to space, mm. it's dumb, but for this franchise, <laughs> it's not even close to the dumbest thing. It's yeah. not even close to the yeah. stupidest thing in this movie. And that I love the back and forth. Heard. You're gonna love the back and forth because <laughs> Tej like tries to like logically like explain it, and then Tyrese is on our side as the audience. He's just like, "This is dumb. Like, what are we doing?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's one of the most self-aware back and forth yeah, I've this ever is seen. The most, this- <laughs> Exactly. Roman Pierce 
has somehow become the most self-aware character <laughs> in the entire franchise. Yeah. Because there's like a scene early where he's like looking back on all the ridiculous shit they've done, even to at this point in the movie that they've done, it's like not a scratch on me. It's <laughs> like, are we immortal or like invincible? Like cut the, cut the fucking like title card in the edit. <laughs> are we and i remember being in the theater yesterday as soon as he i was just like da, 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 da. okay so last thing i'm gonna ask is there a mid or okay. post credit scene there is a mid credit scene because of hmm. course given away in the trailer han is alive mm-hmm. and okay. the way they explain it in the film it's believable is it okay? Which is right. which is kind of leads to my criticism of for this franchise, it's believable. But okay, but it's kind of my criticism of the film that there is not enough Kurt Russell, who's mm. become one of the best characters in the franchise in the last two films, and he's mm. not in it enough. Okay. Okay. But yeah, with me, just to get to like my final thoughts on this um i think the car stunts in this film are some of the best in the whole franchise but outside of the scenes with roman and tej i think there's just like a little bit of the heart that was that made this franchise as great as it was that has given it the fucking shelf life that it has i feel like vin diesel needs to if he wants this franchise to be great again he needs to go back to like charismatic don mm-hmm. he needs to like rewatch okay. the first movie and think jesus what was in what was where was i when i made those films and how can i get some of that back yeah okay yeah. put aside the beef with the rock put aside the beef with the rock if you make that movie together you're making all the money in the goddamn world. mm-hmm Think about the money. Think about yeah. the money, Vin. <laughs> it's always yeah, right, so what, what, what were your uh, what were your thoughts on the film? So I I do I do enjoy the film for what it is. Um, but it's just that <laughs> you know when you get to those emotional beats and you see how uh, Young Vin is kind of sort of carrying the emotion much better than than actual yeah. Vin Diesel. Uh, it's it's kind of sad because those like there are moments between him and Jacob, who's John Cena's character, uh, that I should feel that Vin is like sort of choked up about. I should feel that Vin is sort of like grappling with like, look, this is my actual family. I've been preaching this whole family thing for nine movies and I can't even really like live up to it because um, <laughs> I have this whole thing with my brother. Technically, he's only been preaching it for seven movies. <laughs> but, you know, it's just. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's fun. Um, the self-awareness of it, I think, is um, it, it really adds another notch to it that makes it better for me, at least, than mm-hmm. Fate. Um, because it's it, it gets so silly that it knows it's silly. Um, it, then, yeah, unlike Fate of the Furious, this gets silly, mm. but it knows that it's being silly. Yeah. And Justin Lin, who is kind of in the like 
been the captain of the ship for a majority of a franchise. He mm-hmm. knows exactly what he's doing when he's going that silly. And I think it also does a great job of balancing how many characters we've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. Like even Ramsey had yeah, a car every- chase scene, which like <laughs> yeah, they do a great job with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this franchise, every character is getting something to do. Yeah. And and we're getting characters outside of their comfort zone, especially mm-hmm. with Ramsey with oh my god, Nath- Natalie Emmanuel. Jesus Christ. God bless. <laughs> god Amen. Damn, damn. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, she one hundred percent is on my freebie list with my girl. Gonna... <laughs> I mean, let me drink some water. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, um, you're, yeah, cheers. Yeah, you're both yeah, you're both thirsty, but, <laughs> but... I mean, dude, have you seen Natalie I Emmanuel? Oh, oh, Especially every, oh, in this ever movie. since Game of Thrones, I I knew she was the <laughs> more like more like Game of Bones, am I right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, nah, nah, dude, that's the Brazzers parody. We can't use that. That's trademark. Ah, uh, damn Brazzers. it. Okay, nah, fair enough. What do you mean? That's just the HBO cut. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, the fucking porn parody is literally named. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think it needed a parody. I, I didn't. I didn't think it needed a parody. To be honest with you. What is dude, it? What is it? What is it? Anyway, porn? Dude, you're on the internet. Anyway, rule thirty four. There's probably a porn parody of the afternoon tune somewhere. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> what, 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 is this, what is it? What does it say that there might be more rape in Game of Thrones than actual porn? Just, just, just your thought of the day, everyone. <laughs> let that, let that. The fact that you have to think about it shows what a problem. That is. You know. Okay. Um. Back to F nine. So okay. Skipping all your uh, your thoughts on all your thoughts on the film. Um. What would uh you rate F nine the Fast Saga? Hmm. Uh. So I don't think it's as good as seven. And seven, I would probably give mm. maybe like a light eight, strong seven for what it does. So maybe I'd give it like a six. Um. And like a and like a fun six, like it knows what it is. It gets in, it gets out. Um, but you know that the attempt at the emotional be- beats are appreciated. But it's just like, damn, you couldn't get more from Vin than what he gives. You know, um, a lot of the stunts are great. I think you know this is probably the one I was cracking up the most at because just like they go balls to the wall is just like ridiculous. Dude. Um, Exactly. It's like they, you see yo, some of the more ridiculous ones. You I'll, see the ridiculous ones in the trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it, it gets even they more ridiculous. Even come close. All I'm going to say is magnets. I love it. <laughs> All you can say is like, you got to cut the like clip of Aaron Paul's like, magnets, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like so the magnet shit just in the trailer. I was like, God damn! The, the, like, I I think I told Nick this in uh, this Facebook uh, group we're in. I said every Fast and Furious film moving forward should start with Vin Diesel walking on screen, burning a physics book, and then it just goes right into. <laughs> <it. laughs> 
Because physics haven't mattered since like the the fourth one. Like they're just like physics. Be damned. Every film, every film needs to start with like Vin Diesel, The Rock, and Jason Statham literally jumping a physics professor. <laughs> they're, they're superheroes <laughs> now, man. They're like yeah. they they just like it's like gravity physics. Yeah, we don't do that here. Like, I, I I just saw a character get caught by a car, like, and they're okay. They're perfectly fine. They're like they're <laughs> no, moving on. Like they're franchise. just no. This this is the franchise where a woman got launched from a tank. A guy <laughs> jumped from another car. Yep, catches her midair yep. and yep. crashes into another car. Hell yeah! He does. And then that yep. same guy proceeds to take the rope. From a bridge and then swing his way from one island into the other. Yeah, so I'll be real, y'all. Sensation. That was that was something that was, when I saw the trailer. I honestly, went. That is that trailer. Honestly, that stunt theaters, prepares you for whatever theaters, else it happens. Works even better. Yeah. In theaters, it works better. It's like. It was like, uh, um, Hunter, have you watched The Good Place? I have, yeah. <laughs> good Place is awesome. You remember the clip where Chidi, like, learns of the timeline and mm. how it's, like, in the afterlife, it's essentially just, like, Jeremy Faramy. Mm. And the yeah. dot on the eye is, like, Tuesdays. And yeah. also never. <laughs> and it's okay. like, that broke me. <laughs> that is what that stunt is. That's okay. the fucking Tarzan swinging across a bridge broke me. And I love the Ooh, nerve that they had because they brought they they added a, they edited an, an extra cut. I mean, an extra shot where you see the rope kind of like hit the wheel or whatever, and that's supposed to justify oh. that they, it tied itself. Yeah, onto it gets the caught wheel. on the axle. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. It's not, it's not a chain. It's not like anything that would support the weight of a car in real life it's rope it is just straight up beautiful rope that has probably been rotting in the fucking jungle for like 30 years and that was when i said this is the greatest movie of all time even though it's obviously (laughs) (laughs) but just for the creativity it i mean hmm I even want to so somewhat walk back my six because like the emotional beast is what drags this film down. Nine year old, that shit was literally the idea of a nine year old kid, and I love it. Yeah, no, 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 no. These, I, I, in my opinion, I think, hmm, from what I've seen at least, I'd say nine has maybe the best stunts so far. Granted, have not seen mm. the middle, the middle trilogy, um, and I have not seen Hobbs and Shaw. Compared oh, to seven and eight, oh, compared to seven and eight, like this is. <laughs> this, <laughs> the stunts and the whatever would, what they I, come up with is insane. The solutions Vin Diesel has for everything, sensational. Um, I wonder yeah. how they're gonna incorporate the fucking jungle ride into the fucking Fast and Furious ride universal. 
Oh, hell yeah. Well, they, hell you, yeah. You definitely know how it ends. It's going to end with the rope swinging on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm amazed that because. Because I saw it with a good crowd on ba- on the, the base theater because it's mm. not available in like widespread Japan yet. So I had to like ride an hour and a half to go to the base theater where they play the movies, and I went with a good crowd. We were all like fucking drinking. We were all like talking shit during all the bad shit in the movie, and like when that scene happens, we were all like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> just so- yelling like Tarzan. <laughs> I I am seeing this tomorrow at four o'clock. I bought this twenty mm. milligram Rice Krispie treat in preparation <laughs> for tomorrow because I want to be just high enough <laughs> to see this in DFX to appreciate it. I'm, that's how I'm hyped, how and I'm see seeing it. it with ten. I'm seeing it with nine of my friends tomorrow. I'm <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm fucking hyped for tomorrow. That's how you're supposed Family. to see it. That's how you're supposed to that see it. That is how you, you should see it. You pack the family. film. You pack the you pack the theater up with your family. You're n- you're not sober. <laughs> get no, yourselves no, no, no. Uh, whatever. Get yourselves your uh, treats of your delight. Get yourself yeah. a bucket of Corona. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have and a mark. I'm, go, and um, and, and suspend quote, uh, the baby. Let's go. Yeah, suspend every ounce of be- like belief and like logic. Um, philosophy, uh, science, physics, everything. Chuck it all out the window. It does not matter here. You know, I usually, I I do recommend hate movies where, like, I hate movies where you had like have to. It's like, yeah, just check your brain in at the door. Nah, more more often than not, that's just an excuse for shitty writing and for a shitty movie that you like. But But here, yeah, it feels more genuine. It if knows you're a fan it's... of this franchise, you already know that you are 100% on board. Yeah, it knows what if it is. If you really want to fuck with someone, however, if you really want to fuck with show somebody the first film mm. and then the ninth movie. <laughs> that if would be a funny one. you really want to fuck with somebody. <laughs> the only connection is the flashback. <laughs> And there's like a ton of there's a ton of um, callbacks in this film too, and I think also we're, they're setting up for who the big bad is, and I think you'll appreciate who they set up as the big bad for the sequel. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they do now? Do they? Yeah. Because, because okay, do they tell you or do they uh, tease it's, it? It's no spo- they tease it. It's no spoiler okay. that Charlie Theron is uh, is back in this film. She has a much lesser role here. But she, okay. but there are teases that she will become much bigger in the following sequel. And you want to, okay. and you want to, and you want to call me out for spoiling. <laughs> Charlie Theron's in the fucking trailer. She, she dude. is in the trailer. No, yeah. but like, all right, whatever. whatever. She's got the full-on Karen cut. Whatever, whatever. whatever. So, so you, so Charlie Theron traded up dreadlocks for the Karen cut. But yeah, she is the end game. She is Thanos. <laughs> so, so, so when you say turn your brain off at the door, forget all, forget all like logic. The, she has to get the Infinity Nos tanks. <laughs> so, tur- so turn off my brain, forget all yeah. logic. So you want me to pretend I'm watching Tenet? Is, is that what you're telling me? Or 
But like the but like the funny. No, 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 no. Tenet, Christopher Nolan wants you to take everything 100% serious. He wants you to to bear witness to cinema. Justin Lin knows exactly what the fuck he is doing. He's like, this shit's stupid. You know it. I know it. Let's grab a Corona and have some fun. Mm-hmm. There. Well, I'm excited to see you tomorrow. Yeah. Ten Coronas Bam, out of ten. My, my, <laughs> my, my rating, um, my rating, it, uh, I'd say me, I'm a fan of this franchise. I've managed to see every single one in theaters. Well, in a theater. Uh, I would say for me, it's eight out of ten. Uh, Eight out of ten uh, gear shifts. All nice. the criticism I have about this movie are one hundred percent valid. I recognize this is by any like critical sense, this is not a good movie, but it's a fucking blast. Absolutely, this is one hundred percent a fucking great summer blockbuster that is absolutely meant to seen be seen in a theater. And if you're vaccinated. Go see it. And if you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated for fuck's sake. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah. Movies are back. Yeah. Get vaxxed. Actually, movies can be back. Movies can come back if you dumbasses can take a needle in your arm. Yeah. For just one second. Just, just yeah, two, if, just two, just, just, just need two. Yeah. If, if your mom, can, if those of you who aren't vaccinated can't take a needle in your arm, you're unlike your mother because she can take a dick in her mouth. Zing. <laughs> oh. And on that note, <laughs> oh. we have reached the end of the on show. On that note, I think we should get out of here. <laughs> I, Thank you, Hunter. Hunter, Yo, it's before hilarious. we go, I, I before... texted you that. Yeah, we're we're yeah. I texted Hunter that yeah we're gonna try to keep the show under two hours and uh... absolutely no way. Yeah, yeah. We're barely we're barely <laughs> keeping it under three. After after thirty <laughs> minutes, I went. There's no way this is gonna be. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, but yo, tell the people where they can find you. Oh yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at a uh, J Hunter Real Pineapple. Uh, you can find. My podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, at the Real Pineapple, and uh, guys, is there anything else? Uh, oh yeah, you can find me on on uh, TikTok because I do mini reviews on there at Black nice. Shazam. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I'm uh, speaking of. Uh, I've listened to a couple of the Real Pineapple episodes. He's a great fucking critic. Let's see. I mean, yeah. if you if you yeah, can't one, tell already, yeah, one of the, yeah, one of the, <laughs> after two hours and yeah, fifty minutes, the, <laughs> yeah, cr- yeah, a uh, great critic, very funny, very insightful. One of the smartest people I've I've been able I've had the pleasure of meeting thanks to this podcasting community. Uh, Chase, where can they find you? Well, before they find me, they have to find the podcast, the Afternoon Tune, where you can find <laughs> us on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Um, 
that's that that means spotify that means apple music that means uh whatever that other third option that some people use apparently um and of course anchor um not soundcloud though not soundcloud we don't we don't like soundcloud they make you pay to post you don't fuck uh, with soundcloud yeah <laughs> but yeah you can find us all there if you want to watch us live you can watch us live on uh twitch the uh, afternoon tune no the right here um, on twitch where we tend to be live my, uh, either friday at around um nine o'clock est like or yeah or um nine saturday o'clock est or uh ten- or yeah nine o'clock yeah. est um eight o'clock uh, central standard time yeah. or 10 a.m japan standard time for you international <laughs> people yeah so yeah yeah if you like listening to us feel free to check us out on fridays and or saturdays uh definitely hit the notifications because you never know sometimes we be we be just showing up sometimes Uh, and if you want to yep on apple on apple give us a give us a like give us a five-star review that definitely helps give us a follow on spotify youtube like subscribe comment join the family um because uh we join the family (laughs) (laughs) but uh if you want to find me personally uh you can find me at mr chase mac um m-r-c-h-a-y-s-e-m-a-c uh on twitter twitch instagram twitch i say twitch twice sure youtube well no not youtube twitch twice whatever uh where can they find you nick and where can they find most importantly bubbles (laughs) (laughs) all right um um bubbles unfortunately had a doctor's mama had to take her on a walk there Mm. but you can find her at uh on instagram at bub dot bles uh, 0922 and you can find uh her daddy uh on twitter and instagram at night and day nick that's uh the letter night the letter the word night excuse me the letter n d a y nick and of course all of our links and stuff will be in the description down below so yeah um don't forget to always stay tuned stay tuned